I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. to another episode of the value pack uh i guess technically he's not a guest anymore but i feel like i still need to announce him nyashi is of course here with us um in case you missed last episode nyashi agreed to just kind of like like be a part of like the squad the, the 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 team here so you're gonna see a lot more of him so he's joining us today and uh yeah we're streaming uh at twitch.tv slash nyashi underscore na right that, is, that is correct okay yeah so uh make sure you go follow him so that you can check out his maywa streams and also uh he'll probably start streaming a lot more of us recording these things so if you want to get if you want to watch it live if you want to uh, talk to us, like Silent Chad is what we've deemed uh, Nayashi's chat to be, so they can pitch in their opinion whenever they want. Um, you know, make sure you follow him and check out his stream. Um, and you get, yeah, to, I, you get to catch all the embarrassing things that uh, Rizlar cuts out, you know? <laughs> I'm not cutting anything out. Listen, iCarly <laughs> was a good show, all right? You, you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> Not as good as Drake and Josh. I will readily admit, like, it was subpar compared to Drake and Josh because it was just, like, a cheap imitation. But it was not a bad show. It was not a bad show. All right, so, what, Frosty, there's a lot of nerfs. Do you want to run through them all? Uh, dude, there's a lot. Warrior nerfs, Ninja nerfs, Kuno nerfs, Musa nerfs, Accuracy nerfs. Next topic, yeah. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> that's it that's 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 that whole thing done easy uh yeah let's run through this okay so the most exciting is the succession warrior grab chain <laughs> that's actually pretty that's exciting. the that's the most exciting uh, no okay I, I don't think that's the most exciting but it's it's pretty good pretty i just good. want to give warrior an honorable mention but no one plays it so it's not going to affect many uh <laughs> <laughs> So that's definitely not true at all. They're removing a critical strike first. It is kind of funny. Like Res, do you ever run into warriors like succession warriors? Occasionally, yeah. I actually never ever do, but I feel like they're haunting uh, Nayashi's whole life, dude. <laughs> He's like just no, chased around. Actually, I rarely, I very rarely run into one, especially one that actually knows what they're doing, because most just prefer awakening, especially after they did the awakening bus not too long ago. Right. Um, so the big things is they're on, I think this is either ground slam or ground smash or what are all the ground skills? It's translated as ground slicing, but we all know that can't be a thing. Ground, ground slam. I mean, it's the one probably, it's probably, now. it's probably ground smash because that's their voltaic. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure scars of dusk also got a slight nerf to somewhere in this translation. Uh, and then their grapple changed from a seven second cooldown to 13 seconds. And I believe that that is only the succession version. So, correct. Worry not, awakened warriors. Now, yeah. yeah. Well, even still, succession warriors. Honestly, the only thing that really impacts them is the grab itself. Right. Um, 
for the ground smash, what they do is they just unlearn the succession one and learn the the absolute version for the crit issue. Or no, they just do it for the bound. The oh, for the bound. bound. Yeah, the other, the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't have to care. They just go to absolute. It's silly. What beasts, dude. Um. So every one of these classes that we go over is going to have this accuracy change, but we're going to get into that after. So I'm not going to mention that. Um. <laughs> uh, do, 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 where let's see down to Valkyrie nope none of that makes any sense sorry Valkyries warrior <laughs> all, all two wow. of you okay. sorry <laughs> this one is uh, Nayashi you're going to have to help us with this one but Musa changes All right. so Musa got nerfs and buffs do you know what they are exactly uh, or, not 100% exactly, but I can give you the gist of what they were. All right, give us the gist. Um, or are. The gist is, for Succession, they got nerfed seemingly pretty heavily. Um, the true impact, I don't know yet. But basically, what I've heard from Moose's is that their Serene Mind, which is their blue buff, the one that they get after doing certain abilities, and they can use one of their um, high damage skills like Blooming or Gale or uh, Rising Blaze, on cooldown um that has a nerf to it to where basically there's a cooldown after you do a certain sequence and it's a four second cooldown um basically that will slow down their pve considerably from what i'm hearing and it has impacts on their pvp combo and large scale potential because they can't you know just pop out a blaze whenever they want anymore for that massive right. super armor damage. But uh, so that's one of the major nerfs for their succession. Of course, the accuracy nerfs to blooming um, from 100% accuracy to 50%. Um, but that's something what, I think we're getting into later. What is the skill Storm 3 Strike? What is that actually referring to? This, the super armor effect has changed from always apply regardless of tranquil That's mental buff when using three okay so gale's now only essay on the third strike is that do i have that right yeah i mean it's kind of just means that it's super armor all the time now i think is my understanding like from it, what was being tested but it's not like it was an issue before anyways no, is it, is it uh, please is it all the time, or is it Reslar? Reslar's being attacked by bees. He's being attacked by bees IRL right now. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. Uh, I'm in RBF, so you might just hear me like say something so randomly. I thought this one. Record. I thought this one. They were changing the super armor from being across the entire skill to only being on the third hit. Or do I have that backwards? Well, I mean, that's how it's depicted in the notes, but from what I've heard, it kind of just makes it so that super armor all the time like you know the third hit because it comes out so fast with the animation just take it for what it's worth because i don't have the full clarity on that right and but then from what i've kind of heard it's like that and then for pvp SK the big one uh has is blooming no longer stuns on every single hit it only stuns on the first hit Correct. Yeah, I mean that was a nerf they did a while back, though. No, no, no. This is in this global lab. This is literally in this. It, it before was stun on each sword hit, and now it's stun on first sword hit only, in for succession. Oh, rip. Well, I guess that means uh, only in melee range. That <laughs> yeah, only the melee range is stunned. The damage is total. That range. part actually, I didn't hear that. 
actually. When yeah. I thought of, when I thought about it, I thought you were talking about how um, the mana drain. But yeah, I guess right. if they change the, the CC on the blooming, that's a big rip. So the reaction I've seen is basically Moose is dead. Moose's succession <laughs> is probably dead with this. Yeah, at least <laughs> the initial reaction. And they're probably going to have to roll to Mewa, the only other good class left. Well, no, that that's when they'll go back to Awakening Musa, which Awakening Musa got pretty good buffs from what I'm hearing. Okay. It actually opened up some combo potential. If I knew these trans, it's not that we don't know the skills. I hope people know that. Like, I just don't know what the hell these translations are. So if I, I knew I what these translations were, notes. your translated notes, this is like Google Translate is is seemingly getting worse by the day. Here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Google's <laughs> Google Translate is doing pretty well for itself. All right, here's the notes. Uh... All right, when, when Ashley sends this in the group chat, I'll pop it up. Okay, this is the actual translated notes. Here we go. Accuracy of the fallen skills, we know that. All right, projection flow, extra credit summon has been changed to make the attack range more concentrated when used. Movement distance and pushing distance has been reduced. Uh, projections linkage speed into flow extra credit is faster. What's the extra credit, dude? I, I mean, what is this translation, dude? Extra no. credit isn't that the uh, this is awakening, right? So, yeah. wouldn't that be the uh, the second you, you want the projection, the flow to projection? That's isn't that what that is? Is it actually called extra credit? <laughs> I, I think it's something like that. I don't remember exactly. It's been a Wh fucking while. which part. Extra credit. Extra credit. That's the flow is to... It, uh, projection, is that right? what it's actually projection, called in-game? Yeah. That is actually what it's called in-game. That's a horrible name. You guys need to change that immediately. Uh, flow dash slash <laughs> has been improved to link after below the belt with LMB. Uh, flow backflow has been improved to link after below the belt with AD plus RMB. And Prime Gale third hit super armor has changed to always apply regardless of the serene mind buff. Okay. Okay, so that yes, is a yeah, buff, not a nerf. That is a buff, not a nerf. That okay. part is a buff, yeah. kind of. Now expands the attack range of Prime Gale, third hit when there is the Serene Mind buff, okay. Uh, and then the cooldown has changed to four seconds for Prime Serene Mind when using Prime Rising Storm Blaze, Prime Gale, Prime Blooming, and Prime Cyclone Slash are reactivated with Serene Mind effect during cooldown. However, if the Serene Mind buff causes only the additional effects of the above the cooldown will not be applied to prime serene mine and uh the duration of the serene mine buff has increased from five to seven seconds the description of serene mine has changed and then uh consume serene mine buff now have the following stun effects for extra hits when using prime blooming is casted and that's the stun on each sword hit was before now it's stun on the first sword hit yeah that's that's the big rip so, I mean, like, in, in, do you think, in your honest opinion, if you're trying to be objective, and I know you probably hate mooses, but are are they <laughs> overreacting a little bit by this? Or do you think that it's just that they should all just switch to Awakening? That Succession's actually well, dead? Well, it's hard to say. Like, I, I need to see it in action. Um, but it does look like it will have PvE implications as well as... Uh, some PvP combo potential issues. Like the the main thing is like, so some of that stuff was awakening. Uh, by the way, right, right. But uh, it, usually, if it's um, prime, if it's prime, it's succession for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So the 
for the succession related ones they're gonna have pve issues for sure um because a lot of their damage came from using and abusing serene mine um so now that it'll have that cooldown it'll kind of like really mess with their pve potential and they're not even considered a really high tier pve succession class it's better in some places than their awakening i believe is the general consensus but it's not like vastly superior in every aspect from my understanding but now this will probably make it so that awakening is just outright better in pve and pvp probably okay that seems that's, uh i mean it's at least at, at on the on the face that's what i see right. and what i've heard from experienced mooses that's what i hear okay yeah I, i'm kind of curious about it because i i mean are, where are we now are we talking like mansions like low end spots because i'm wondering what the what the with the blue buff being moved to four seconds, meaning you basically can't reset your skill until after that cooldown's up, correct? Well, I mean, you can reset it, but that cooldown ultimately messes with you. So at a, at a high-end spot, though, aren't you still basically going to be able to reset your cooldown? I mean, it's just every four seconds instead of every... Yeah, but it slows you down. And they already have, like I said, a lower PvE potential right now than most of the successions that have been released, but... To be fair, most successions are pretty OP for PvE, so... So, Musa's succession in Sakraya was only getting 5k, so you think it'll now get what? What do you think would this bring them down to? Cause it's we hard got... to say without actually seeing it in action. It, it'll be lower. Okay. Because, I, I mean, 5k is actually higher. I mean, what does Musa get in Sakraya? Maywall, you mean? I, yeah, that's what I meant, Maywall. <laughs> Um. Uh, well, I Dude, personally grind there, but let me you know, pull up some videos. That... One day you're gonna get DP. I mean, one I just day, wonder if day. a little bit. <laughs> I I just feel like it, it's so, it's so typical of the BDO community to say stuff like, "Oh, our blank is dead," like it's over, and then you see like, and you, yeah. you actually go do People a little do bit it. of digging, yeah. and you're like, "Wait, wait, wait. Musa was getting five thousand trash at Stars End." 5,000 trash at Sakraya, which is like so high. How is that even considered rated shit tier? Yeah, but at what AP are we talking? But that's, I mean, to get that high of trash, 5,000, 5,000, you need high AP on every class except for maybe. Maybe we can do 5,000 probably. Like, I'm seeing a video right now that's 4.7k per hour with 277 kudum. No black star though. Yeah, so. And regular loot scroll. My, my thought on it, I, I mean, I would love to see like uh reasonable musa actually try hard and see what they get after the nerf so we'll we'll see I'll, I'll yeah i'll try to if i remember i'll try to keep it updated to let people know um if it's exaggerated or if it's actually gonna like really really hurt i it almost feels like it's gonna hurt in lower end spots more maybe i'm crazy but now nah, who knows like mansions not lower end but mansions type spots uh, we'll see. Uh, all right, let's move on. No one plays Moose anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Feels bad, dude. All right, the ninja nerfs are... Um... Totally skips over Mewa. Well, uh, you guys didn't get enough. <laughs> Just fuck with it. All right. We're not even worth talking about, man. <laughs> dude, the, the, <laughs> the ninja nerfs are... They're just more excited anyways. Dude, they're significant. Okay, so I'm going to get to the big ones. Uh, I'm not going to talk about these weird awaken changes like vacuum slash got changed. Um, 
and the flow, the the linkage between execution something else got changes but whatever all right so we'll start from the baby stuff the fire poison and bleed damage that's on most of their skills and with their e-buff the duration has changed from 18 seconds to nine so a little bit less bleeds that's pretty good um and then the overall damage of blade spin black moonlight fox claw and beheading uh are reduced Blade Spin and Black Moonlight by 23% in PvP, and then Foxclaw and Behead by 22% in PvP. It does not change PvE at all. So th those are just for PvP. Um, they reduce the range of the Crescent Slash flow when you press RMB. Crescent Slash is one of their super armor AoEs that just kind of buys them time. The AoE was pretty big before. They reduced the range a little bit. Um... And then now when they use smoke screen and evasive malice, the movement distance after that, it's one of their one of their movement abilities, their new movement abilities in succession, where it's called alert stance, basically teleports them. I would say the distance was about a shadow stomp, right? Would you say that's fair before? Um, yeah. When they use smoke screen, press R and B, it moves them about the same distance shadow stomp, and now it's it's been reduced to about a third of that so now it's a little boot scoot forward just a little cute little scoot forward you know a little cute scoot um that one's huge that one is like really really big because their movement on two abilities with fairly relatively short cooldown seven seconds and 12 seconds have, have been reduced a lot um uh fatal blow melee ap has been changed to all ap i don't that one's i don't fully understand and then um, smoke screen, all evasion on smoke screen on smoke screen has been changed from eighteen percent to nine percent at the max level. So, uh, Mayo, this is this is your Christmas. Tell us how you're feeling. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. Not gonna lie, you know I don't get to see buffs personally, but seeing others get brought down to my level it really really helps. <laughs> So they still got a long ways to go, though. I must say, I, it's probably not going to be enough. We'll have to see. All right. I mean, yeah. Before <laughs> we say it's not enough, we got we got to see. These are not like little baby changes. Okay. So the PvP damage, I think the percentage sounds huge. I don't think in practice it'll feel that different. It will feel a little bit different, and people with lower gear are not going to be blowing up people with high gear as easily. Because the thing with this change is that. One, each of these skills can blow people up in a node war or siege, like just using one, maybe two of them. But the other thing is against players with a lot of gear, like you almost use all of these in a single combo, more or less. Maybe not beheading, depending on the situation, but Bladespin, Foxclaw, Moonlight. So the fact that all three of those have damage reduction means the entire combo is going to be a lot lower damage output. Um that's going to be huge. And I think that that affects a lot kind of coupling in with the evasion change to smoke screen. It's going to make those ninjas that have like 261 AP or 269 AP with the evasion offhand that are running like 800 plus evasion are not going to be killing people with gear as easily. 
I feel like that's like the biggest part of it. Like AP monkey ninjas are still going to be killing people, but especially if you don't have a lot of gear, but if you're running like a decent amount of DP and someone has an evasion offhand, I, I feel like they're going to be hitting you like a wet noodle. Your thoughts? That's fair. I mean, I, I think that's probably about right, but it's hard to say like, like basically the, the changes will ultimately make it easier for other people to deal damage to them without it being so one-sided where they're super defensive because of the evasion buffs and all that. But um, I know it's really hard to say. I think it's a good, obviously positive for the rest of the other classes to deal with, but um, Rizzler, I don't know. I have to see it in action. Rizzler, what are your, well, the the movement is like in just overall general PvP, Node War, large scale, all of that. The movement is is probably the biggest change, just because. I mean, it it kind of moves them back to where awakening ninja movement was i feel like with the changes i i know every ninja that mains ninja feels like their movement's going to be trash but um i'm old enough to remember that they have 12 other movement abilities <laughs> with relatively <laughs> short cooldowns so i feel like they're going to be all right um but i i think that those changes are the biggest just for like if, especially if you're trying to get away from a ninja, it's going to be a little bit harder for them to chase you down, especially if you're a Musa or a Mewa. It's going to make you guys feel a little bit more Musa and Mewa-y. Uh, I don't know, man. These changes are pretty significant, and I think a lot of people are ninja. They are. They a, are. a lot of people play ninja on the server right now, so this is going to be... I, I just overall the entire server is going to live a little bit longer <laughs> when this patch comes out. Uh, there's that, and we're gonna see all the flavor of the monthers flop to the next class. Yes, I've seen it myself. I've already seen this some people complain. Basically, this this patch basically is a it's a patch for PA because their coffers got a little low. There you go. Um, it's only a matter of time. The re uh, Reslar. What's up? The ninja changes. How do they affect you personally? <laughs> what, are, um, what are your thoughts? I don't know. Seem justified. Like, they do insane damage. And, like, before we started recording, I was like, dude, sometimes I feel like ninjas and kunos actually just move faster than mooses and maywas. Which, like, I get that they need to be quick like quicker than like bruiser classes like i'm i understand that and I, i'm i can agree with that but faster than musa mewa uh maybe not so I, it's I like not it, even just that it's their abilities to their ability to move was massive gap close and on top of that a good portion of it is semi invisible so it's really hard to follow whereas like musa mewa you clearly can see them yeah, we right. move quick, and also but you can visually other, follow us. The other thing as well is, is like, and it's kind of similar to Sork, although Sork isn't as quick, but it's more protected. I feel like on the scale, you have like Sork on one end where it's not like super fast, but they can do it for goddamn nearly forever. And the nearly the entire thing is protected. It's just a pain in the ass to try and catch them. 
Yeah. And then it, in the middle, you kind of have like uh, like Ninja and Kuno, where like a good portion of it is like pretty well protected. They move really fucking fast, can go for a really long time. If the player is good enough, is like the key with Ninja and Kuno, though, which is my only kind of like, eh, like I don't know if the player is really good enough to just properly like chain all their shit together, then maybe they should be able to do that. I don't know, kind of on the fence about that. And then on the far end, on the opposite side, you have Musa Mewa, which is like really quick, can go really far as long as they have the, the stamina and the resources. And the entire thing is super armor, so obviously protected. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's, uh, I feel like nin- maybe Ninja and Kuno is just a little bit too much. Like, I don't know. I, I, don't I, know, think, I don't like, know how to explain it. All right, I'm going to get. I'm I'm for I'm gonna defend, but also try to be neutral about the the Kuno's honorable mention in this because they always get lumped in with Ninja because you know that's how things are. But the thing is with Kuno movement is that it's not it's not nearly as protected as Ninjas because uh, like or, or let's just say we're talking about Succession Kuno, which is much faster movement than Awakening, but like Ankle Cutter is not protected. Crescent Slash is not protected. The start of Dance Macabre is not protected. And then Flash Slash movement is not protected. So it's... And Shadow Stomp's not protected. Ghost Greeting is not protected. So it's only Ghost Step and then Dance Macabre like while the movement is happening. Yeah. So, whereas Ninja... And no offense, Ninjas, because I, I, I'm just pointing it out because of the changes. <laughs> but like, you've got... Shadow Slash has super armor, and that's a really, really short cooldown. What, like every every three seconds? Um, and both Ninja and Kuno have block jump, and while like block jump, I know is an offensive ability, but occasionally you do use it as, as movement, especially if you use Ghost Step out of it, can be used as movement. Um, Ghost Step, but then Ninja also has Ninja Step every seven seconds, which is completely protected. Um, so it and then the the ankle cutter RMB cancel also is protected movement. So it's like I get why the two other movement abilities were changed. And with Kuno, it's like it's like a little bit more burst movement. Like if Kuno's cooldowns are all up and you try to run from a Kuno, they're they're probably going to catch you unless you stub arrow them at the right time. Or if you're like a Musume, we're just talking specifically about that. Um I don't know. Burst movement, I don't have a problem with. It's just they could, they could sustain it pretty well. Right, and then, um, but I, I think with these changes, and there's a couple things too. We're about to get to the Kuno, but I, f- I don't know, man. Like to me, I, <laughs> I, I actually think these changes are perfect on Ninja. Honestly, like it's like exactly what it needed. So I'm just putting that out there. I know ninjas are pissed about it, but I think once you get used to it, it's going to be hard because you got used to this play style and the way it moves. But I think once you get used to the new version, it'll be fine. I still think it'll be as good as Succession Ninja, maybe or uh, Awaken Ninja. Maybe Awaken Ninja will be better in 1v1 now. Maybe. But I still think Succession Ninja is going to be easier to play overall and probably better in large scale. Yeah. All I have to say is, 
You had your time, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, so let's talk real quick about, because it affects Kuno and Ninja, the evasion change on smokescreen. One of the things a lot of people complain about with assassin classes is that because of their evasion buffs and their evasion passive and smokescreen, they're also like pretty tanky if they have gear. So are these evasion changes on smokescreen enough? And uh, I know, Nash, you're pointing out that it, it's not affecting Oni Shadow yet, which I imagine it probably will, because Oni Shadow is sort of like a uh, an extension of smokescreen in a weird way. Um, but let's just pretend hypothetically that they also changed the uh, Oni Shadow from 18% to 9%. Do you think these changes are enough? Up, oh, we lost. We lost. He uh, died. Maywa's down. Rest in peace, Nash. R.I.P. Maywa, dude. He probably Wait, just. What, what, you didn't say. You didn't say what the changes are, unless you didn't. I just missed. No, it. I, I did. You missed it. So they change. So right now, when you use smoke screen, you get a. Buff. Oh, did you talk about it with Ninja? It's the same. Yeah, yeah. So with with smoke screen on Ninja and Kuno, when you use smoke screen, you get an eighteen percent all evasion buff for ten seconds, and they're changing okay. that from eighteen percent to nine percent. So effectively cutting it in half, basically. Cutting that buff in half, yeah. Okay. This, again, too, I, I, I feel like this with the damage changes just affect... I mean, it affects everyone. You're going to be less tanky if you're super geared. But it really, really affects the people that are using evasion offhands. Like doing the meme right. evasion builds with like low AP that still were killing people. Right, and that's kind of like... Like we were talking about in the Discord the other day, like that's kind of like I think the main issue that people have like grief with is the fact that there's these people that are running around with like 265, 269 AP. They're still easily able to kill everybody, but they're like fucking unkillable because they have like 320 something or 330 something DP and like, you know, however much evasion, 700, 800, whatever. But, like, they're still able to easily one combo, but they're actually just unkillable. And the amount of gear that you have to get to counter it is, like, really stupid. I think that's the main thing people have, like, issues with when it comes to evasion, so... I don't know, I I think it's a good change, personally, but... I mean, I'm biased, so... (laughs) No, I agree. I I do think it is a good change. I I think for them being assassin classes, 18% is a lot. It's a fat boost if you're running evasion, so... It probably should be 9%. Um, yeah, they haven't changed the uh, the Rabam skill. Still gives them 18%. I imagine they'll change that as well to 9 It's just like an oversight. So we'll see. Um, but yeah. Uh, on to Kunoichi. Okay, so Kunoichi, before I talk about the Awaken changes, I'm just going to talk about the Succession changes. Um so succession flash slash on Kuno PvP damage was reduced by fifteen percent. Succession flash slash a hundred percent PvP damage was reduced by eighteen percent. So the Black Spirit one hundred, the alt got damage reduction. Um, and then succession tendon cutter, where you could use LMB to do the little teleport float hit. Now you can only press LMB after the third hit of Tendon Cutter. You can't use it at any point during Tendon Cutter, which makes Kuno, in especially in 1v1 specifically, a lot more predictable um, when using Tendon Cutter, so a little bit easier to deal with. Actually, significantly easier to deal with. I still think the skill is really good. It's a hard nerf, but I think it's like 
that skill was pretty fucking nutty. So I think it's okay. I'm back. Sorry. No problem. Welcome back. So we're talking about the Kuno changes. So they changed the the succession tendon cutter. Is probably the biggest thing. I know you remember that. <laughs> you remember oh it. <laughs> but the basically, cancel is toxic. Yeah. So the cancel now you can only do it after the third movement in tendon cutter. You can't do okay, it. At hold that on. Hold is on, hold on, hold perfectly on. fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Hold on. I, I gotta I gotta interrupt this for this breaking news segment. There is a shy in RBF who is like a solid probably like 300% overweight and just using the iframe that they have, but it lasts like three seconds because she's so overweight and she's literally just running around. My entire team is trying to fucking kill her, even though she has three seconds of iframe. <laughs> it's so stupid. God. Um. Yeah, so the succession... I, uh, I still think Shadow Explosion needs a... Uh... Super armor. But outside of that, whatever. The damage is fine. The burst is high. So the damage changes will be good. And the tendon cutter probably needed that change. Um, and then they also got the smoke screen uh, change. And then their awakening uh, spin spree also got nerfed. 17% PvP damage on spin spree. Um, probably justified as well. I just think the rest of the kit is kind of meh yeah, on that class they, the problem. They, I think it was justified, too. Um, also, uh, yeah. the silent, silent Chad also brought up a good point uh, earlier. Uh, someone said, no one talks about how if you have equivalent value DR gear, you don't feel tanky enough in reference to the whole evasion thing, which is another issue. It's like if you have the yeah. same amount of DP but evasion instead of uh or DR instead of evasion, you're not this unkillable god. So it's kind of like, you know, why? Uh, that's because of the DR diminishing returns. Yeah, uh, but I think... like that's the point, right? Is like Ninja Kuno get three thirty DP evasion offhand and they're unkillable. Like Valk or Warrior gets three thirty DP full DR and they just melt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I was going to say, like the yeah. annoyance. I was going to say, it's not even necessarily the evasion. Because, like, I mean, actually, I showed you, like, 350 DP with evasion is still not unkillable by any means. But, like, I think part of it is the class buffs, right? That you get, like, depending on your class. Right. Like, there's not really. I mean, I know, like, uh, Warrior gets, like, 30 DR or whatever when they block, or 28 DR. But if it was if there was a percentage based DR buff, might change it. Cause like, all right, let's say you have a, a three fifty DP DR wizard or witch. When they have mana shield up, you can't tell me that's not tanky. With that extra twenty percent DR, like that shit actually does feel tanky. But like, right, dude, I actually had this. I had this. But that's the thing, right? Is there's like, as far as I am aware, there's no percentage. DR no. bonuses on no, classes, there, there but are there are, are evasions. There's a lot of evasion percentage bonuses. Right. So it's good that they're going through and like tuning them down. I have a. I mean, we're gonna get to Sork in a second because I want to talk about how they didn't change Sork at all, which I find interesting. But um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I think I had this daydream about DR, uh, a buff to DR that maybe it would be too strong. I don't know, but one of the things that makes DR so inefficient at the high end is because when you get 
when you're like trying to match AP to counter DR, right? Like you get a lot of AP, whatever. And then it, it kind of like counters DR in a sense. Like, but the thing that sets it like way over the top when you're like just uh, stacking AP is that you get critical hit chance and special attacks that boost your damage by a percentage that is massive that DR just literally can't cover, right? It can't accommodate for. So what if DR there was like a threshold. So if you're building DR, like if you have Griffin helmet and you have Beggs gloves and Ergon boots, when you get to certain thresholds, the same way, uh, like almost like the the DR percent works for DP, you make it for DR. Like um, I'm just going to, the, the number is arbitrary, but let's say with a, your average evasion build, you have about 300 DR when you're around 350 DP. But your average DR build, you have closer to like 375 DR, right? These are just arbitrary numbers for the sake of this example. So if they had a threshold where if you got to 400 DR, for example, if you like stat and you have Kobe crystals, accounts your crystals and everything, you get to 400 DR and then you get 5% special attack evasion. And then you get to 425 DR and it moves up to 10% and then it caps at like 450 DR, you get 15% special attack evasion. So something where if you're building evasion, you can't get it. But if you're building DR, you can to kind of negate some of the crit and down attack and air attack and all that shit. I think that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean something like something like that could work, I think. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what. It's a really tough situation that PA has put themselves into. In all honesty, I do think like if they keep changing the evasion percentages, which I I think they should do on the skills, I I do think it brings evasion and DR a lot closer together. Honestly, plus the fact, like I've been saying, is they're they're adding just more like over time it's not like a bunch at once but over time they're adding a lot more ways to get accuracy to help you deal dr even some that you don't have to lose uh you don't lose ap like you don't lose AP. yeah you're not losing as much ap kind you, of thing yeah you don't lose ap putting distortion earrings on and they give you more accuracy you don't you're not going to lose ap putting a deborah neck which by the way i think i think we're getting ash forest on wednesday I heard through the grapevine, which no one will cool. be able to grind. more content I can't do. <laughs> no one will be able to grind. more content most people can't do that shit, dude. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. O- over time, it's weird. Like, I, I feel like in a weird way, like, I almost feel like a, in the current trajectory a year from now, or maybe even six months, the DR is going to feel the exact same as Evasion. Just just my theory. I want to put it in a little time capsule and dig it up in six months and reread it. Like Frosty said, DR is going to be as good <laughs> as Evasion without ever changing. Frosty's predictions. <laughs> yeah. Mark my words. I also think, I don't know, uh, I, I think people's idea of what Evasion is good and bad also is completely, they don't understand it as much as they think. It's not as black and white as people think. There's people that are running these evasion builds that are like, there's just so much more to it than like, hey, this guy has 331 DP and 700 evasion. Like, that's not that tanky at all for most people. Even, I don't know, that's just not, you have to like have legit like high-end gear. So we'll see, I don't know. Um, I do want to talk about real quick, these weird PVE changes to Kunoichi. So 
They made lunatic discus. They lowered the cooldown from 15 seconds to 12, which I think helps in, in PvE, both at low-end spots and high-end spots. It actually does, especially if you get back attacks, pretty good damage in PvE. Um, and then they made chain crash, which right now is basically unusable. I don't think any Kunos use it, especially in PvP. You can't use it. In PvE, maybe at a grind spot where the mobs die in one hit, you can kind of use it. But they added 50% crit in PvE, and they made it so Chain Crash is now usable even when it's on cooldown. And it probably won't stun when it's on cooldown and will do reduced damage. But you can use Chain Crash on cooldown now, which is kind of crazy, because it has a 15 second cooldown. No idea if that'll help with grinding in any way, but it's a thing now. So, there's that. Uh... Let's see, as for the rest of the classes, um, Striker and Mystic got succession changes. These ones, I don't know fully what they are. I didn't get, I couldn't get a good translation of them. The only one I know of that I feel pretty confident saying is a thing is their movement is going to get improved in the next update. Dildo Dragon mentioned to me that they'll be able to use tr Flash three times instead of uh just one so there's i think the translation here is we've improved to enhance the island telegram skills in the tradition which is flash um you can use it up to three times in a row the cooldown increased from four seconds to five seconds so every five seconds you can use flash three times um, and it uses it consumes more stamina when you use the second and third dash of it so if you use it all in a row i was told by dildo dragon on like the average player consumes about 20% of their stamina bar when they use Flash three times. Oh, welcome to Musa Mewa. No, this is a good, this is actually a buff. This is a huge buff to them because right now they can only use Flash once every four seconds and that's it. So their movement was like... Oh, I was mostly talking about the stamina bar thing. Dude, every Mewa runs away forever. I don't want to hear it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we run so fast that we run off the patch notes. We don't even get buffs. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that is uh that's for Mystic and Striker, and then a bunch of other changes. So we'll see once those get translated, like how that actually helps. Because right now, the initial impression of Mystic and Striker is pretty meh on our server. Most Strikers and Mystics are pretty unhappy. They got a lot of CCs and or protections removed that were already exist in the pre awaken kit that does not make them happy, so we'll see. I think they're both actually pretty good in PvE, but that's just not enough of a reason to play class if you suck in large scale and 1v1. So we'll see. Um, Alright, let's talk about these accuracy changes. Mewa. They changed the all the 100% accuracy skills on every single class, including grapples. Uh, from 100% down to 50%. So now that we know that all of those skills still have 50% accuracy, what are your guys' thoughts on that change? Reslar? Well, I was going to let the guy who would affect talk first, but I guess I'll go. Uh, uh, yeah, I hit <laughs> yeah. the wrong key for push to talk. Um, basically... <laughs> Um, it's going to be a non-issue for most average gear score players as the typical accuracy people have versus the typical evasion that you run into. 
you're going to basically have 100% hit rate on like Blooming, for example, at 50% or Sticky Snowflake at 50% hit rate. Um, so I don't see too much of an impact. It'll help and buff higher evasion gear score players. And that's pretty much all I really see out of it. How much? Hard to say. Probably a lot, since those people are already hard to hit as it is, and we relied on those abilities to help finish them off. Um, so, like a player like uh, Frosty, you know, Jigs, uh, or I can't say his name right. The Ninja and Black Rose, uh, J E H Z. I can't remember mm -hmm. how to say it properly. Je is it? Yeah, Jeps? he has a. He has a P in yeah, I guess he goes by that. But um, yeah, he has a shitload of evasion and whatnot. He's really hard to kill with one combo. Like, I need the cleanest of clean combos plus Z buff um, or E buff to manage it. But um, yeah, he'll be probably tougher to kill. Probably can't long combo him anymore after this. So he's getting a indirect buff. Congrats to him. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, I mean, that's basically the extent. It's, it's only going to help the class that get a, evasion passives and evasion buffs off of skill add-ons and stuff like that. That's all I really see. It's not really helping. Um, it's not really helping like too many classes across the board. It's just helping the classes that already benefit from having evasion buffs. Now, I know they nerf some of them, like, for example, Kuno from 18% to 9% or Ninja as well for smoke. But I mean, it's they have other abilities like we discussed earlier, like Ani Shadow, which is 30 second cooldown still, but they still get 18% accuracy or evasion buff from that. So it's, I don't know, it's really hard to, like the average gear score, like I said, non-issue, higher gear score, they're buffing it to make them feel tankier, whatever, I guess. So am I hearing you correctly that um, all the Maywas that are saying that Maywaz is officially dead. That that is not true. It's over exaggerated. Yes, <laughs> that's it. That's from the king of Maywaz himself. You you guys have no reason to complain. Take it with a grain of salt, though. I am saying this without actually physically feeling it myself right now, because it's in global labs only. Oh wow, we actually lost that RBF by fucking fifteen points. That's upsetting. Um, yeah, I don't know, like. The accuracy changes as a whole. I just don't think I don't know if 100% accuracy. So I think last podcast I said I didn't really care if something had 100% accuracy as long as they had less accuracy modifiers everywhere else. But the more I thought about it, the more I was kind of like, I, I don't know if 100% accuracy is healthy for the game because I don't know if it's healthy for the game to have skills that just negate whatever you decided to build so i don't know like everyone likes to talk about the extreme cases obviously because those are like the most like standout ones right so this guy has over a thousand evasion or some crazy shit like that well i need my 100 percent accuracy skill to, to kill them and like that's fair i get that but like the much more common thing is like the guy who just is like built heavy evasion, but they're not even above like 700 yet. And the guy with 100% accuracy skill just literally one taps them just because that skill has 100% accuracy on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel no, like and, that's, and I that's feel like fair. that's going to be, I think that's going to be way more common as well. 
And that's why I was kind of like, the more I thought about it, I was like, eh, I, I don't know if I actually agree with the idea of 100% accuracy. Uh, like yeah. Skill. So I, I like the change the more I thought about it. I, I agree with you on that, Rizzler. I, I don't necessarily agree with the 100% accuracy skills, but at the same time, I don't agree with the way they make it so easy to get massive amounts of evasion passives and other stuff like that to help benefit yeah, yeah, certain yeah. specific classes only. I don't think right. that's right. But now, probably. but now they're trying to fix that, right? So it's kind yeah, of like, uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, all right. Wait, what do you mean? First of all, where? Why is it so easy to get massive amounts of evasion? If like I don't understand where that premise came from because I I do I hear that a lot. Like I've been working on evasion. You you saw my shit. It took me like three months of like hardcore grinding just to get where i am I, and you still can kill me in one combo with like and let's be honest like your ap is not that high now she like if you were like 300 ap or whatever like super high ap like i would get deleted even faster Rezar would have no problem killing me on a zerker like that i mean no he doesn't have any he tested it he kills me just fine like i spent months dude like literally it's like 55 billion silver into my armors not counting the fact that they're pen like to get to even where i am so i don't know why everyone thinks it's super super easy to get evasion were you wearing Gudum earlier yeah i think the idea i think the idea is that it's easier not not that it's necessarily easy to to build evasion it's easier to be relevant with evasion than to be relevant with dr sure that yes i think that's what people are saying when they say it's easy to build evasion yeah they don't mean like they don't mean like literally it's just easy to get evasion and anybody can do it and all it just takes like five hours i think they mean like you have to do way more work to be tanky with DR than you do to be tanky with evasion if you're playing the right class. Right. Like, wh- whether people want to accept it or not, over time, they're not... I mean, outside of this accuracy, accuracy change, since Stones have come out, they have not buffed evasion. They've lowered the evasion on Mystic, on Striker. They lowered... Now they're lowering it on Ninja and Kuno. I assume they're going to lower it on Sork as well. Plus... The you know Elkar crystals and Debarakinac and distortionings and now the new crystal for our awakening weapon like they're slowly making it easier and easier to get accuracy and nerfing some of the evasion skills. So I feel like it's not going to be like a one day. They're just going to make. I know everyone would love it if like all of a sudden evasion just meant nothing and you die instantly to everybody, but it's just never going to be that because like well it's in the game like there it's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not saying and, anything like that. Like, and it's more or less what Fra- Reslar said is kind of the point. So, for example, when it when it comes to building DR, um, it's generally considered more expensive to get more DR than it is evasion. Uh, would you argue uh, that to be accurate? I, I would say that no. I don't know how. Of, of all really? of the DR, you, you can't just you can't just plop an evasion offhand on and just get an extra hundred evasion. I mean, sure, you can, but are you, you're, if you're, are we're talking about the sacrifice APC, because this is a different, then we have two different things, right? Now you're sacrificing DP as well, or AP as well, right? So, okay, so yes, if you're, if you're going to go like, uh, hey, I can't kill you, but you can't kill me, evasion type build, then sure, yes, that, that is a little bit easier to do because of the evasion offhand. But in that case, then just remove the evasion offhand from the game instead of like, everything else like why not just remove like tad 
kunai and and shuriken if that's the biggest problem but then poor shies i mean shies can run uh they, i mean they can still use fucking kudum i i feel like kudum has a you know half the evasion i mean if the no, evasion no. offhand is the biggest problem then yeah so i just remove the evasion offhand I mean, my thing too is 40 like forty evasion. Yeah, forty evasion versus ninety. It's half. It's literally half. Uh, so my, I'm also with Reslar in in the philosophical point of view of like, I don't agree with. Hey, I'm building gear, and your ability counters the gear I'm building into. Right, because that's the one thing that like dr didn't and doesn't have to deal with right there's no like one skill that because it has this subtext all of a sudden makes a dr build irrelevant that's like the one thing dr has on evasion right all right and uh i don't know again like i i, I knew well i i guess there's no way to know for sure but i had a feeling that all of the accuracy like 100 percent accuracy skills were still going to have accuracy and a probably a high yeah. amount my guess was closer to 30 uh, percent, but they all kept 50, so it's like, you know, I don't know. That's a lot of accuracy on a skill. If you yeah, went 50% is true evasion offhand, you it would end up with like 127 or 126 extra. Um, or 116, I'm sorry. 116 extra evasion. Look at that. the 40 you get from Kudum. Look at that minus 27 it says on the top part where it says AP though. <laughs> Like that's the thing is like I mean I I don't really care like I that's completely over though I actually don't hate the idea of removing the green evasion offhands to be honest or maybe changing them to like maybe they only give you sixty evasion instead of ninety eight or whatever the the base like level is or a hundred you know um yeah I, I mean I'm not really opposed to that at all that that might be a solution. I mean, I, I, I'm going to be honest, and I was going to say this before we move on, but I'll just knock it out right now. Everybody likes to be like, oh, Reslar, he just, he, he fucking hates everything. I, let it go on record. I think this is a really good change, and props to PA for it. Like, I don't know. The whole accuracy DR thing has been an issue for a long time. I would have much rathered that, uh, like, DR was brought up. But obviously, that's not what they wanted to do. So, but I'd rather have them do anything at all than just do nothing. So, good on PA. This is the one once a month where I say good job, PA. <laughs> um, um, like, I mean, again, is like, it also if, fair to say? Is it also fair to say that mostly the the whole argument with evasion is becoming quote unquote less of an issue because of successions and the accuracy bonuses that succession skills typically have for most classes. Like for example, when I comboed you the other day, I was using succession. A lot of my skills have a lot of enhanced accuracy that typically isn't uh, normal for awakening. Um, the only thing I can typically use on an evasion based player with awakening kit is sticky snowflake to do effective damage. Um, um I, I don't think that that's true for every class, though, no. So I, I do... No, I do probably think, not every class, but... I don't even think... Mo I do think, like, there are some skills with high accuracy modifiers in succession, but I, 
I mean, it's kind of that way in a, in awakening. Like it's, I think it seems more crazy because absolute skills don't have high accuracy. So seeing these pre-awakened skills with higher accuracy modifiers is kind of uh, different, you know, but awakening skills. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. A lot of awakening skills actually do have like, I mean, spin spree is like 20% accuracy, which is really high on a skill. Yeah. Or, um, or like Grim Reaper's judgment is twenty percent, or like some of these awakened skills actually are are pretty high, and uh, some of them they lowered, right? Like the all the ninja ones that were super high at launch have been reduced. Um, I think the lawn ones, like some, their RMB skill has twenty percent. Like blooming has ten, Symbidium has fifteen, uh, and then the rest of these have pretty low eight. This one doesn't have any. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think I just think that the accuracy on the succession skills are more to accommodate the fact that you used to have more abilities in Awakening. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Uh, all all I gotta say is I just want to kill everybody, Frosty, and I upped my number of monsters killed this month to thirty one thousand. Oh. Hey, oh. we're getting there. We're getting there. So the last thirty days, thirty one thousand. That's not bad, dude. I'm at a, I'm at one seventy. So like 170,000. Yeah. But I also have been at Mansion. No, so I'm so it's only kinda... like, what is that? Like five, six times less than you. Yeah. But no, Man- no Mansion's is inflating my numbers a little bit here. Oh yeah. That's right. Actually, Manchums. I finished my Mansion's, my Mansion's Marnie Greatstone, dude. My great Marnie stone. I gotta go turn it in. Nice. True. I still have not gonna see one of those things. You've never gotten one, Rose? No. Anywhere? Nope. I'm very unlucky with raw drops. Uh, I've never even gotten a pure blackstone. Well, those are rare. I mean, I have gotten one, but now it's been like well over a year since I got it. Right, and I've played since launch. Let's check our monsters killed tabs. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's oh like, gosh, oh, you gotta gonna, gra- Everyone's gonna like. Everyone's like, oh, you got to grind Gahaz. It's like, dude, do you know how many hours I have at fucking Gahaz? Like, actually. So annoying. Dude, I miss Gahaz. Uh, Alright, so uh, overall, the accuracy change, we're all, like, pretty okay with it, right? I imagine. Yeah, I think it's a, okay. I think it's overall a good change. Yeah, and, and again, like, here's the thing that, like, people need to understand. Like, in... At least in my opinion, I would rather them make bad changes than make no changes. Like, make Same. bad changes incorrect, like, afterwards, instead of just, eh, like... I don't know about all that. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, no, I mean, I'm with you on, the, like, just the base point of, like, I'd rather patches are changing shit than we just have this long lull of nothing changing at all. Which is what makes it, like... Yeah. It feels way worse when it's like, dude, it's been three months, so there have been no balance changes, but... I mean, we can't say that. Like the last like month and a half, two months, like they there's significant balance changes every single patch now. So, um, the other thing too with the uh, the accuracy thing is, I almost feel like it's one of those like Q buff issues where if the accuracy, if the hundred percent accuracy skills like blooming are there as a crutch, where Maywas and Musas have success in Node War Siege and one v ones because of that skill then the other skills that actually make the class good and fun are never going to get buffed. Because it's like, well, this class is fine, right? They have Blooming. So you don't need anything else. You know what I mean? So maybe if like those skills are more on a reasonable level, other things can be looked at 
Yeah. I don't know. It's just so strange to me when people are mad that they change things. Like, sorry, would you rather we'd still be playing the exact same game at launch where, like, the only people that can kill anybody is Sork and Ranger? Like, Zerker literally doesn't exist. Half the classes aren't in the game. Like, everyone's walking around with plus 15 gear. Like, I don't know, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I have nostalgia for those games. And I've said before, if there was a vanilla BDO, I'd be interested in playing it. But I am, like, glad that this game has evolved over time and, like, changed, like, pretty radically since I started playing it on day number two. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just strange to me that people are so always so upset whenever they change things. Well, it's, it's funny because uh, Silent Chat here is uh, saying, <laughs> if my ass will break the game, but hey, it's a change. <laughs> You know, like the CC Super Armor changes, uh, Super Armor Frontal Guard changes, because the game was in such an amazing state for like the next month. Right. It, it was rough right after, for sure. Dude, I, I think... I mean, that, that, I understand what the, the idea is, because then it's like, oh, yay, at least they're looking at stuff. But I mean, arguably, they are always looking at stuff. They just haven't made any true decisions on what they feel is the best approach for the game for nerfing X-Class. Versus, let's just go ahead and restructure the entirety of the game and ruin everything for the next month. That but, actually upset right. a lot of people for a while. You don't want to do that kind of stuff. That's a bad business model, in my opinion. Right. But I don't think they're doing that anymore. Like, no, these, not now. No. I, I just think, like... It was more or less just that, that comment. The... Uh... I don't know, this this flex meta has been in place for so long, so all of these changes I'm really excited about, to be honest. This, like, hey, if you're a ninja, a kuno, a musa, you're just going to be killing everyone, and node wars are super fun for you, and for everyone else, it's kind of not that fun. Have we ever had a bruiser meta, aside from the release of Mystic? Yeah, I mean, like, when Mystic strike, I mean, at that time, right, like, you could be in a ball... So Striker Mystic, like, do you remember the old highlights of Strikers, like, just jumping into groups of people and killing everybody? Yeah, but that was with the old CC Super Armor system, you know? I mean, no, not not necessarily. Like, you could still kill people with... I mean, Striker has no problem staying in Super Armor after the CC changes. I'm just talking about, like, at the time, the gear levels made enabled Striker to an extent that was, like, insane. I mean, I still, I know Maywa, there's like a few classes that miss the old changes, but I really think the majority of people do not. It, it was so, I mean, man, like, do you not remember what it was like fighting fighting Warrior and Valk back then? Oh, God. That's pretty <sighs> awful, I'm not gonna lie. I like, mean, like, right when Rebombs came out, Valk, they did? Dude. Is this shit still, I still sometimes wake up and I like, <gasps> <sighs> my girlfriend's like what, what's, what's, what's what's wrong i'm like oh valkyrie had lingering us again oh my god it was so scary <laughs> oh dude when valkyrie had no stamina cost and their movement was better than musa and maywa they were tankier than mystic and striker and they did more damage than ninja and kuno yeah good times dude. and they had pa and two heals <laughs> yes. Ugh. Awful. I still like, don't know. Uh, I know Silent got... Chat is talking about the days where you could just like literally have a striker mystic wall and just dra uh, leg drop in with 100% and 
Yeah, just the potato yeah. gills would just die. But yeah, I know we've had this conversation before, but I I'm being a hundred percent serious when I say I don't think anything is, was scarier than fucking launch Sork. There was just nothing you could fucking do about it. Like launch actually. Sork. Like, the only more... two classes that were, like, quote-unquote good at launch were Sork and Ranger. And Ranger was really only good because it could kite like a motherfucker and no one had the movement to catch it. You mean that when you say at launch, you mean at the launch of the game? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, because launch Mystic was pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, day one, like, catfish days. Right, right. Catfish days. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude. Those rangers were catfished. Now look at them. They got catfished by the ranger, the old power ranger. Dude, Mystic 2, it's so funny, like, you know how, like, you always use, we use Jeps as an example from Black Rose, that ninja that's like unkillable god. That's how Mystic was at soft cap DP at launch. You only needed 292 or 293 DP on Mystic to jump into a an entire guild's enemy ball and stay up forever. It was great. Those are the most fun so times. Speaking about the evasion topic that we talked about earlier, I got a uh, tamer here that has... What was it? 700... Uh, so this will play towards your, uh, your perspective, Frosty. 766 evasion and 15 from food. He's not mentioning the guild buffs, but guild buff as well and stuff like that. But yeah, he's uh he's got some significant evasion and I easily won combo <laughs> with succession. Yeah. So it's like blooming. So I could do a stigma blooming to his back, and that's just like massive modifiers, mind you. But I basically almost won't tap him. Yeah. Um all right, let's see. What do we got? What do we got else on our list here? Saying it's basically equivalent to a uh, C9 full pen evasion player, which I don't think is necessarily accurate. I think yeah. full, full, full C9 full pen would be, I feel like, closer to 800 accuracy or 800 evasion, and then whatever skill modifiers they get from abilities. Yeah, I mean, and then, it, it just uh, depends. Food and, um, does Villa give? It depends what Villa people give? count, because I, I never can tell if you're counting, like, percentage-based accuracy or evasion buffs towards that, that yeah. number that everyone throws out, because I, I don't necessarily think that they're always counting that. I think when people are saying, like, I'm 750 evasion, they're more talking, like, that's their... Like, they're just their sheet. They're sheet plus crystals. Hidden sheet. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. not counting the percentages it's, yet. There, right he's the probably actually more like eight hundred and twenty, with a like a very very rough estimate. But it's hard to know what the actual guild buff, like plus five evasion rate. What does that even give towards? Like, is that based off the sheet? Is that based off the character base? Yeah, what does that actually that give? Too. Um, and then. You know, there's there's a whole bunch of things with that. So Chad mentioned uh, full pen C9 C19 helmet plus C7 Kudam is 685 evasion. Source me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's an example. Look. Um. 
Yeah. So basically, evasion's dead. Uh, moving evasion's on. Evasion's dead. <laughs> TLDR. Sell your fucking levers. Sell your goddamn everything. Your muskins, if anybody's do do evasion builds even use muskins? I feel yeah. like Ergons is just so good. No, 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 no. Ergons is bad. A pen Ergons is sure. yeah. Muskins is super good, dude. It's oh, like here, such a fat roll, 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 roll the, uh showed up in chat. He's like, I'm a eight eleven evasion with centaur, and uh, that fuck. What the hell is that thing called? Ask roll the talisman. Reek. Ask roll the talisman. That's the evasion offhand. Ask him if he's completely unkillable or if people still kill him. Uh, he says he has loot school right now. Feels bad. Um, yeah, the amount Probably of evasion... <laughs> the <laughs> amount of evasion you get from Muskins compared to Ergon is, is huge. It's like 50 more evasion at Pen. Or like close to 50. It's like 40 or something like that. Dude, so... Um, yeah. Alright, let's move on from the evasion talk. So evasion... Uh, good. I think the direction is good that it's going. Um, I real quick before we talk about the node thing, can we talk about Sork? Do you do you guys think Sork is going to get changes as well? Probably. I think they're making the rounds. Yeah. It'll get to them eventually, but. I mean, Maywa didn't get a nerf, and they didn't get graphical changes to their outfits yet, so I'm pretty sure we got more coming. (laughs) I really don't think Sork is as big of an issue in the evasion department as, like, Ninja and uh, Kuno. What? No, 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 no. They definitely are. They have the same. They have the same buffs. They have fifteen percent evasion. Yeah, they have fifteen percent evasion when they use their side uh, ARD and LMB in pre awakening, and when they use shadow leap. Um, they get the mm, same. Today I learned. I yeah. thought that they had slightly less. Yeah, they get the same fifteen percent plus their passive is evasion. They're leveled up. Passive. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Um, no, they kind of go. They're they're kind of the same thing. They become really tanky with high evasion. Uh, so I have a feeling they're going to get the same evasion treatment on like Shadow Leap and their A or D left click. Um, but I'm super curious with like the way they changed ninjas, like blades, all the PvP damage, if they're going to do anything. I mean, they changed Spin Spree, so I, I wouldn't be that surprised if something in both Awaken and Succession Sork gets changed, to be honest. Uh, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, one day that's what. Hold on, an update on that. Uh, yeah. That, that tamer, he, he didn't. He doesn't. He has Tet muskins, Tet levers. The levers had no level on it. Level three muskins. It, so there's a lot of. Once they hit pen, they get the DR and stuff like that. So he doesn't have head and DR. Right. It's just not the same, honestly. Like you can't like stacking evasion while your armors are still tet you're just going to be way less tanky than people with pen armors it's just not the same honestly even if your evasion rate yeah. is technically the same you're still just missing too many overall stats yeah i mean he yeah he needs the hidden dr to be at the quote-unquote hidden hard cap or not hitting hard cap but the the quote-unquote soft cap like 310 dr in order to his for his evasion to actually be effective so this is a very Honestly, piss poor example to test against. I need someone like Rolvi to come in here with his uh, fully set up gear. Yeah, Rolvi, where the fuck are you? Where's my sandbag? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, node war changes. They are removing 30% of the nodes from node wars. The total node uh, the total node amount is dropping from 154 down to 108. And they're changing, they're uh, kind of moving over some of the uh, T2, T3, T4. They're reorganizing it a little bit. I think overall there's going to be less T4 and T3s and more T2s, maybe? Well, not, not more total, but like they're redistributing it a little bit. So overall there's more T2s than T3s and T4s. Um so let's 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 just with that information in hand, mm-hmm. let's do a summer summarize your response to this change in three or less words. Frosty, go. No, wait. Let me start over. <laughs> uh, hopefully, fewer snipes. There's okay, no okay, okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, Nayashi. Three words or less, your thoughts on the node change. Don't forget which, which button you use for push to talk, Nash. <laughs> Sorry, which specific change? The, reducing the, nodes. They're reducing the amount of nodes total in the game by 30%, reducing it from 154 down to 108 placeable nodes. So three words or less, your there thoughts There was really on that, that many? Holy crap. Yeah, I didn't realize there was really that many. I think that's a good change overall for the health. Oh, that's way more than three words. Whoa, 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 whoa! Three words or less, dude. Three words or less. Play the three-word game. It is good. It is is good. (laughs) Okay, Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. So my three words, and this was actually my response when I read this. I literally said this out loud. Uh, About goddamn time. Oh no, dude. Dude, this this dude. We have been, how long have we been like, you know, one thing they could do to just kind of like fix the issue is just reduce the amount of notes. And that would like really like fix almost everything. <laughs> I had a, I had a four word response when I first read it. They watch our show. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, well, you're, dude. You're, it's about time thing reminds me of the Starcraft Marine and their like teaser video for Starcraft 2 where he's like, hell. It's about Ooh, Ro- Roby's here now. <laughs> All right, uh, dude, it's gonna. I, I'm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe in my head, I'm over. I'm thinking it's gonna be a bigger deal than it is. But I just, I have a feeling we're gonna run into a lot more nodes where there's six or seven enemies placed, and that excites me a lot. Hell yeah, dude! That's I love hype. this. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna. Now, change the my fact. only concern is that like four of those are gonna be snipes, but you know. Hey, four of them are going to be... Although, it might discourage sniping, because it's going to be way harder. Like, it does, it's not free to place a snipe. It's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, it's not free to place a snipe for it. Now, if they're actually losing most of those, maybe they'll actually stop doing it. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Because right now, like, in, in Galaxy, they try pretty hard to place on forts with, like, three or four people. So now I think it's going to be a lot easier to find forts with four or five enemies. I cannot wait for that change, man. I, I really think that's such a good change. I still think the seasons thing should be a thing, though. Like the seasons thing. Yeah, my my idea of like you should have oh like the reason regions y- or whatever. Yeah, like just remove Medaya nodes completely in January and move them over those same number of nodes over to Dregan. And then in February, you remove Calfion and move it over to Kama or Odalita. And then just, yeah. I think that would be pretty different. cool. That would like, be super Change fun. it up. 
I think that would be it. Cause all right. So some of the stuff you mentioned and then also like, um, guilds already have everything memorized. They know where everything to plan. They know where yeah. to attack. Even for it's builders. Like, it's so, it's so fucking like scripted now with that kind of stuff. Change yeah, it up. It's mundane. Guild, even builders would be like, dude, I get to like go figure out some new build spots and new strategies. Like it would just make the whole yeah, they, node They would actually be excited again, you know. Rezar, I one hundred percent agree. Maybe Rezar wouldn't build us in that fucking fort in Calfion where we're fucking trapped the moment we start the war. <laughs> you know what? You remember I that? Did. Yeah, remember you, you remember you built inside those little like broken down walls, and then corrupt was just surrounded us immediately and camped on top of the wall. <laughs> I don't think that happened. Oh, dude, it it, it happened, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, built. I don't remember it, but that sounds like something I do. <laughs> you built the shit out of us, dude. And then I our... remember I built I built a fort next to a broken house in Balanos that everybody. Yes, about. that's the one. That's the one. Oh, Balanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that one. That was the one next to the broken down. Like it looked like it was the stone walls or whatever, right? Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That was a rough. Uh... That, that was. People were not happy. People with that were base. upset. They're like, "Who the <laughs> fuck built here?" And everyone kept saying, "Like, why the fuck would we place here?" And then eventually, Rezar's like, "All right, you know what? I'm not building anymore. You all can fuck off." <laughs> yeah, basically, it was like, "Okay, dude, listen. I build like every fucking day, almost. I build one bad base, like one terrible base." It's for like, a week what fucking retard like jesus christ who do we let build around here fucking idiot it's like okay you know what you guys can handle it you got it dude we had a uh in galaxy two weeks ago uh we had a, we were placed right next to a safe zone and everyone was pissed off and then the following week we were placed in a 1v1 against clash and not only were we next to the safe zone but we were like on the opposite side of the same safe zone where now their flag, <laughs> they could place a flag and run completely safely to us because they were in a safe zone. So they placed their flag, run through a safe zone straight to our base. And I'm like, dude, is this actually happening? He's like, fuck, I, I couldn't remember if this was the node where it was the safe zone. My bad. I'm like, oh my <laughs> fucking God. Why? Uh, that that was a rough war. Feels bad. Um. Yeah, so man, just let I mean that's a lot less notes. Fifty less? That's huge. That's a that's a lot a lot fifty let's just say one every one of those has one fort placed, right? Even yeah. snipes. We'll count like maybe twenty five of them are snipes, but that means that twenty five guilds that are actually trying to fight are gonna be redistributed onto other nodes that already have guilds. I think that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. Frosty this lawn. This lawn just dove into our spawn and got like six kills. Why can't you do that? I can occasionally. Like, there are times where I land and it, someone isn't already in the middle of using an ability that CCs me. But it's rare. <laughs> I don't know why Mansions is taken on every channel. I'm trying to just casual grind Mansions because it's super easy, but there's so many people. Can't get a spot, man. Just RBF, that's what I'm doing. I can, dude. I'm pretty bored of RBF right now. I, dude, that's the other thing, too, with the nodes and, like, my season idea is, like, changing just the tile set of a place goes such a long way, and it's so little work. Like, moving nodes to a new region just out of the fact that, like, they're looking at something different makes Node War more exciting. Like, just... Come on, man. 
I don't know. Dude, there's literally two ninjas just sitting outside our spawn. Holy shit, this is cancer. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, honestly. Like, again, like, I'm just going to keep saying it. I'd rather them make changes that are bad than no changes at all. Because the situation that we're currently in, in my opinion, is, like, unacceptable, basically. Like, Nodors are really shit right now. Especially in the T2 scene. Yeah. So. Ah, dude. Uh, all right. Um, the last little thing was apparently they changed the 270 spot from a party spot to a solo spot. Not 100% sure if it was already a solo spot, but everyone said it was a party spot before, and now it's a solo spot in Nodalita. So I think that's the uh, the Minotaurs area. Also, I'm still super excited for that region, man. It looks so fun. It does look interesting. Look- I won't be able to grind there, but it looks yes, interesting. Yes, you will. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Get some DP, dude. Maybe it'll motivate you maybe to I, get Maybe DP. I'll get... Maybe I'll get 35,000 mobs by the time it comes out. Yeah, that's enough to buy a Tet Ergon boots. You got this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's it. And then I think we just have comments. So we're going to try to have a guest on next week. It'll be our first time having a guest on with uh, Nayashi as well. So we'll have four people all talking over each other. It's going to be fantastic. No longer a threesome. We're going, we're going four ways this time. Yeah. Also, Jesus Christ, these ninjas! I can't, I can't deal. <laughs> I believe in you, Reza. Uh, dude, I'm getting just clapped, man. I try, I grab one, I immediately get CC'd by the other. I'm just getting destroyed. Um, I'm gonna throw up just right. one random. I know we got to go. We'll get to comments, but I just want to throw. Up, what What are your guys' thoughts on concealment? Do you think concealment is too strong? I ask this because this discussion comes up a lot in discord with friends and stuff i'm just kind of curious your guys opinion i think it's fine the previous changes i think were enough to make it like fine to me Nayashi. like if you hit them they come out of it right with anything yeah yeah well, like that's it? to me that's Con- more concealment than do you think concealment is in a good place too strong too weak like what are your thoughts on concealment in general I don't like uh, invisible. I don't like invisible. Dude, what are you, Lenny from Of Mice and Men? What was that response? <laughs> I don't like invisible, George. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it gives a better response than I don't like invisible. I thought we were doing like the three or four word answers. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Oh shit! I think I mean that someone showed me. Was it you? Maybe no. Someone else showed me that. Basically, when like ninjas or kunos go invis, they can just do double tapping um, W while they're in it, and they don't use any stamina, so then they can kind of move decently fast, and so they could stay essentially invis for long ass time, no worries. So I don't know. I, I'm not really a fan of it. I don't mind it so much. Uh, my thing is, I mean, like, it's just like there's there's not enough indicators of where they are. Like, so in consumer would be good for large scale. I just don't like in one v ones. It's like, 
Well, in one v one, does anyone use it? Or you mean like at a grind oh, yeah. spot? Yeah, at a grind spot. Oh yeah, they're gonna use every tactic they can to win. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I just think like maybe not the maybe not the ones that actually depend more on their skill and have more pride than that, but you know, you know those flavor <laughs> of the monthers. They ain't no pride. They literally will swipe until they win. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mind. I don't mind it that much. If if I had to make a change to it, like if it, if it was like universally agreed that it was too strong and needed a change, I probably would just change it to where like if you're within like I don't even know. I I want to say like mm. if you're within the same AOE range as like Musa and Mewa shout that you're just revealed to that player. I think that would be fair. So that like maybe shadow stomp range like you have to be you have to be within shadow stomp range and if shadows basically this this would be the rule if shadow stomp can hit you you can be seen or you can see them basically so you can't be like right on top of the people of yeah people. and maybe even make it like where you see them they're like just a really really like blurry like it's really obvious clear outline of them versus like they're actually just their characters completely revealed where it's like you can visually see them easily if they're like around like that close or something. I don't know. Just something like that maybe. I know other games kind of do that. Or if you're within a certain range, it just reveals you um, to everyone. I don't know about if that should work. But the people maybe that you're closest to can see you wouldn't be that bad. Oh, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think concealment should be a defensive mechanic, not an engage mechanic. Yeah. Um but with the PvP changes coming again, like I, it, it does help dealing with concealment because of the fact that their damage is going to be lessened. Dude, low gear ninjas yeah. aren't going to be killing me anymore. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to the uh, the comments. Uh, let me pull these up real quick. Also, I do want to know we're going to be trying compression. I know it's a little bit weird. Might be kind of awkward. I'm going to do my best. We'll try it out. Uh, let's see how the sound goes. It's going to change our voices a little bit, but hopefully it makes it so your guys' ears don't get blown up when some of us get loud or quiet. Kind of evens everything out, so we'll see. Um, we'll be experimenting, so kind of curious your feedback on if it sounds better or worse to you. Uh, let's see. Pull these up. We had a lot of so comments. So before you get to comments, let's let's have a let's have a quick chat. Uh, oh, sorry so about that. Go ahead. One sorry. one thing uh, that's kind of been. I'm just gonna make it nice and sweet. One thing that's kind of been a constant theme in the comments is like this. Like, I don't want to call it like anti Reslar thing, but obviously a lot of people don't agree with my opinions. And like, that's fine. That's chill. I understand I'm a very negative person and that turns a lot of people off. Uh, and a lot of people don't agree with what I have to say. And again, that's totally chill. Uh, but there's like this line that it crosses into just being like mean spirited and like just trying to insult me just because you don't like me. And that's like really frustrating to deal with. Because if you say, I disagree with Rizlar, I think everything he says is like pretty stupid and all of his takes are like terrible, like that's fine. Again, that's your opinion. You disagree with me, feel free to share it. Have no issue with that kind of stuff. If you're just like, 
man, Reslar's voice. <laughs> this is specifically the comment that was made me be like, dude, this is getting a little out of hand. Man, Reslar's voice is just the most annoying, cancerous fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, that's okay. You're just being a bully now, basically. Like, you're just being an asshole. So, TLDR, uh, just gonna delete comments like that. Again, you're free to share your opinion. If you disagree with me, I'm not going to uh, delete that. Like, a perfect example was a comment a couple weeks ago that uh, someone said something to the effect of, like, I don't like that Frosty spent so much time PvPing because that meant uh, Reslar dominated the podcast with his opinions and his opinions fucking suck. And it, it wasn't worded exactly like that, but it was something to that effect. And it's like, while that is, like, kind of harsh, uh, I mean, that's, you know, that's just an opinion. He was bringing up a concern that he had with the podcast, sharing his thoughts on what had happened and that's fair like i have no issue with that but again if you're just like man reslar just what a fucking i hate that guy here's all a list of all the things i hate about him uh sorry i'm I'm just gonna delete those so yeah that's just how it's gonna be unfortunately and it's probably not likely to happen because nyashi and frosty are very like likable people and they don't they're not negative nancy's like me but if they ever see comments that treat them in a similar way and they say, hey, I think this is a problem and I don't want this to be on the podcast, then I'll be more than happy to do that for them as well. So I'm going to also I'm going to censor Reslar's censorship a little bit. So my thing is this. Here's my bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> here's my bottom line with it. Even if you're harsh in your feedback. That's cool. If you're just insulting just to be insulting, it's not cool. It's like just yeah. no, there's no point. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's just what it is. If you're just like, if you're just being like, hey, this is what I think. I think Grizzlar is wrong or, you know, whatever, like the normal stuff. That's fine. If you're literally just trying to insult me, just trying to be mean, that's when it's like, okay, this is no longer just like you sharing an opinion that you have on the topics that we're talking about. That's kind of like the line, basically. And there's been uh, maybe like a couple comments that have crossed it in the past. and so. We're just going to kind of shut that stuff down because, uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't, like, it doesn't lend anything to the conversation. Like, someone saying Reslar's fucking wrong and here's why, that lends something to the conversation. Someone saying, you know, uh, blah, 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 just Reslar's yada, yada, this, that, and the other, doesn't really, like, do anything. You're just trying to be mean, so. That's just how it's going to go, basically. Um, yeah. All right. On to the comments. On to the positivity. <laughs> uh, Sam says, uh, I simply don't understand why Mayweather and Moose think they should be able to one combo players with full pen armor with tech gear. I'm going to elaborate on that because that's... Now, full pen armor with no Kafras or anything is actually not that tanky. So they probably should be able to one combo. Um, if you're talking like full pen C9... Like, yeah, if you invest billions of silver into one person invests billions into their gear, the other person does not, I, I agree, they probably should not be able to one combo. Um, and I can, uh, I do understand why they think that. It's because Mooses and Mewas have been overpowered for too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Nova says... What? <laughs> Nova says, I have a question for Frosty. As a 245 tech 
Kudum Kuno, where do I grind for silver? Many people tell me that Kuno is too bad for Ackman and Manchums at this AP, but I don't want to go back to making 30 to 40 mil at Poly. Also love the podcast. Keep it up. Um, I'm always happy to see a new episode each week. Um, I don't know if you're Succession or Awakening, but if you're six, I don't know. To be honest, at that AP, now that you can use loot scrolls of trees, I probably would just grind trees until you get to like 253 with Kudum. And then on Awaken, Kudum, Kuno is actually pretty good at Aukman. So, yeah. Honestly, just I would get a trees group. There's a lot more people grinding trees now that you can use a loot scroll. So I would give that a try. Um... I'm legendary. Oh, and thank you for the compliments. I'm legendary. Mike says, so why is Frosty so toxic towards Mewa? <laughs> because, man, I was around for the first two years where Mewas were killing us with their alt with one click, right? It was that annoying. is true. That was a thing that happened for quite a while. Oh, my God. Dude, we have, we have a <laughs> Literally clip. inting over fucking 100% rage. <laughs> Yeah, good times too. No, I I just think like so now the story's clear. I my thing is this. I I think that first of all, Musa's, I, I Musa's are strong. Like it it actually is so preposterous to me that Musa's complain about balance. Like it actually does. Like it's one thing to be like, hey, ninjas overpowered, but Musa's are like they compare themselves to ninja and then act like in the fucking grand scheme of things that they're trash tier. Is just not not true. They're literally good at every aspect of the game. Sure, Ninja was better before these changes. I think after it'll not be, or it'll be closer at least. They'll but outside, a little bit, yeah. but outside of that, like, dude, Moose is so good at everything. Like, I, I just like the whining is just it's so unjust. And then with Maywas, uh, I think like their large scale is not great, but their one v one is good. Like good Maywas, I've never run into a good Maywa that's like I can walk over them because of the class I play, except for Nayashi. And then the um, oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, like even when like I think Kuno Succession before the current changes is a tough matchup for Maywa. But like before when I played Kuno or Sork, it's not like I didn't just kill you for because of my class. Like that shit was hard as fuck, and a lot of times I just lost. And like good Maywas could could beat me. So I, I just I think Maywa is another one that just they, they a little bit overly complain. Like way oh way more gosh. way more than is justified. That's all what? I'm saying. You don't you don't think right, so. I need a rebuttal. I need a rebuttal. <laughs> I mean alright, where do you put Maywa one v one like l- l- how many we'll non grab classes have you re rolled to recently, Frosty? Uh, he's on one. <laughs> Sork and Lawn, dude. Well, this is awkward. No, I, I want you to tell me. And in, in, let's say there's 18 classes that are viable for PvP. Won't count shy. Where do you put Maywa in in one v ones on that scale from one to 18? Where would you place well, it? Depends. Honestly? I mean, you're, you're talking about a one v one, just flat out her. Just for your classes. yes, yes, just your matchups, like and all those classes. How many classes just straight up beat you? because of their class that you you feel like we're at a distinct disadvantage against all of those classes um warrior for sure um ninja kuno is a problem especially their successions it takes a lot more effort in order to kill a ninja than a ninja to kill you 
Um, I mean, if we're taking in equal gear as a factor, um, Tamer's pretty difficult at times, but you have to play like super passive. It just depends on your play style. Like, there's so many factors. It's not just one variable. I know. There's there's a lot. It. There's a lot. But but the like, way I could, just, I could just play super passive and be like the most boring person to fight I... against ever, and I'll win just because you literally lost brain cells from watching our fight. You know, like. The, That's a thing. That'll happen. But my, <laughs> my point is, Mayowas are capable of beating every class if they're better. There's disadvantages, but they're capable of beating every class. And there's a lot of classes that it's actually a hard that matchup goes for, for the any class. Against. Yes, that goes I mean, for any class. It's all exactly. about your knowledge. But that is my point. Like Mayowas make it but seem it, like, dude, we haven't been able to win a one v one. But there's a year. hard cap. For example, you put me in the same room fighting hands. I'm not going to be able to beat him more than probably 20% of the time. Okay. And that's just a literal class mechanic issue. There's a difference between the classes and how they function. But even in that, that example, same... if you put most people in a 1v1 with hands, they're not going to beat them 20% of the time. Most top players are not going to beat him in a 1v1 20% of the time. Okay, so like, that's let's thing. let's give a less let's let's give a less hyper Bollock yeah, let's talk Reslar's um, warrior. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, that's that's, that's I mean, the opposite side of the spectrum, brother. <laughs> so give me another example then. Oh. Dildo Dragon can't beat him for more than probably 20-30%. And that's a mystic. Mystic with Awakening. Okay. Mystic Awakening is a pretty much almost auto win as long as you catch the Musa or Mewa into a vacuum because of the lack of iframes. Literal vacuum is an auto win in most cases. In most cases. Okay. What about what about like Steve? Steve? I can beat Steve, but Zerker's not exactly unprotected or not exactly fully protected either. Right, they what, have a lot of unprotected abilities, so it's it's not too hard to manage around. What about TG Fool or uh, Shaky Bay? Uh, TG Fool I can beat, but he just plays a more passive kind of play style. And like what? And what was the other one? Shaky Bay, Purify. Shaky, we we go pretty fairly close. I mean, okay, I win more, but. It's what, not too far off from what a typical expectation would be. What about General Moores or Monty? General Moores is a ridiculously tough matchup for Succession Mewa. Wake and Mewa I can do pretty well, but um, I'd say that's yeah, probably 50-50. I know this. I know we're not like we're supposed to be doing comments, but I'm curious why that is. For what? Why is what? What makes Awakening easier to fight Moors with? Faster catches with oppression, royal rage, just better utility catches. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of the catches in succession are basically carbon copies of what Awakening has access to as well, but we don't have a lot of the quicker catches in a succession like we do in Awakening. So, all right, a move catching them outside of a move on his Valk. Awakening or suck? We'll start Awakening and then suck. Yeah, I mean, Awakening's a little bit easier to catch, to be perfectly honest, because I can pump out so many CCs really quickly. And if a Mal if a Valk decides to sneeze, they'll get CC'd. So. All right, me on my Sork when we fought in the past. 
when we fought in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, I was getting the majority of them versus you, but that was like 60-40, I would say. Okay. When I and fight then- someone like, say, Amora, it's more <laughs> in the favor of like, you know, 70-30, his favor. Have you seen Amora Probably. versus literally everybody? Yeah. But I mean, like, what, what, what Silent Chat is basically getting at, we're talking about class to class, not person to person. So, yes, I mean. Well, right. But, but like... I don't know. At the same time, you got to kind of try to, if you're going to try to argue class balance, and this is mostly just a comment towards Silent Chad here, if you're going to talk about class balance, you got to kind of compare certain skill levels. So you need to represent, you need a representation. My, my so, uh, only, you got to base it off something. My only point is that if you listen, if you go read like the Mewa Discord and listen to some of the Mewa's complaints, it sounds. I told as you if, this before. They yeah. they echo chamber a lot. Yeah, they can't. It sounds like they're helpless, and, and it's just they're not. Like good Maywas actually do beat, uh, and they can win a majority of their matchups if they're the better player. Like legitimately, yeah. they can. And so, it's true, like, and so I'm not saying they don't need like changes or that changes wouldn't be nice. But I'm just pointing out like it. I'm trying to think of like what the worst. I understand where you're getting at, Tim classes at, at some point because it, it it feels like i don't know like how dk's complain a lot like i no, don't even think maywa is <laughs> as bad as what whiny dk i don't know it's just it's I a weird thing for about me to say, i was literally about to say honest to god it feels like maywas are just dk lights where it's like they don't complain as bad but they like they do have that kind of like victim complex even though it's like Every Maywa no. I meet, every Maywa no. I meet, that's like, dude, there's just, there's absolutely nothing I could do. My my class is just so bad. I'm like, okay, dude. I literally say like, go watch Nyashi and tell me your class, like your class is bad, dude. But like, actually, the thing is, comparing me to say in most average matchups, like that's not really necessarily the best example to do, like because of the simple fact that. But no, the reason I say that, the reason I say that, I, the reason I say that, I dedicate I a lot of time towards learning a specific I know, matchup, learning rules and everything, and that's a lot of knowledge-based stuff. Like you have to actually know, sit down and practice versus class, and find out all the timings and everything. Right. I'm more than well aware of that. But my point is, on, on, my point hold is, on, hold that on, these hold people on. complain that their class is dog shit and there's absolutely nothing that they can do instead of just saying, well, yeah, I don't know the matchup or yeah, I haven't been practicing that much. But that's what but I take it, issue with. Yeah. Th- and this is what silent chat is kind of getting at too. It's about the class mechanics, like as a whole, like if you just put, picked it up, spent like three to five days on the class learning, some of you learned at least the basics off a guide or whatever. And you don't necessarily have all the necessarily the pro timings down and knowledge against how to approach every class kit on average who do you think would win more what classes would you think would win more and that would be the classes that are a more protected on average with most of their abilities also have a grab and also usually have better mobility but that that is exactly management that is exactly my point though is that when you take like the average player there's still there's like five, maybe six classes where there's a disadvantage, but the others like are totally manageable. Like, but Mayo's make it seem like that they're number eighteen. That the next step is no, shot. Is I don't shot. think anyone's. But have you ever fought? Like, I don't know, man. I, I don't think I said there, we're mid grade. There are players that are much much better than me. I would say like I'm probably like 
average to slightly above average in PvP. And when I run into average ninjas and kunos, it is a fucking walk in the park in like every matchup I've ever had with them. I, yeah, I just average. I mean, you're comparing someone that actually has a lot of skill level across multiple classes. You're you're well aware of what the kits are capable of. But so, for example, if you were to compare me and you in a matchup, and this is just all hypothetical, but if you compare me and you in a matchup, you've gone across multiple classes. I've spent three years on my class. I should be vastly superior to you in terms of skill level, but yet in some class matchups, you can actually perform relatively strongly versus me. Prime example was the Kuno matchup. I know you said I would catch you a lot in some cases, but it took a while. I was complaining about some of the stuff you were catching me with initially. But, yeah, but even in that example, by your own by your own logic, is how much experience did you have versus Succession Kuno when we fought that day? Most of the mechanics are arguably the same. It's just some of the stuff that's like little nuances, like the tight the attending cutter cancel, which was throwing me off a lot, and the distances you could travel with your mobility. But then even then, after I was backing off, you're still catching me some. Uh, it was just easier for you to pick it up, you know, because of your vast experience with other classes. But then on top of that, it's like, this shouldn't matter. I should be able to easily, you know, compensate for that with just sheer experience across the board. Sure, but but you didn't have, you did not. I All right, here's the thing. Is that I had already spent a significant amount of hours fighting against Maywa before you and I went into that fight. Because I, I don't know if you know, but Sammy's hobby lately has been dueling on his trial Mewa. Yeah. So, like, I would just yeah, gear match him. We showed him a couple things a, a while back. Yeah. But yeah. Dude, he's actually fine. He got pretty good at it. It's kind I, need of funny. A, I, need a, I need to check him out and see how he's done. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, like, I don't want to go, like, forever. But m my point is, again, like, I do think, sure, Mewas can use a thing here or two, but my, they just, it, uh, most Mewas, I'm not saying you specifically, but most Mewas make it seem like they just have no chance against anything and life is horrible. And and then I just watch like good Mewas, like, no, there's a point where like, okay, if you're going to, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, how do you balance every class based on like what a player that's not going to do any practicing does? Like, I feel like that's going to fuck up the balance at the high end. Right, like, no, I agree. I agree. And that's, that's not that's, what I'm trying to say at all. I'm just I'm just trying to give you an example. Like you can go on some other classes, spend three to five days, and you can actually do fairly decently versus a class like Mayo, where it's gonna be a little bit harder to because you have to know the catches, the timings and whatnot. It's not as easy to just walk up and grab as some classes can at all. Right. Some classes. And then of course sure. you got an example like Witch Wizards, which as long as you just keep hitting buttons, you have protected AoE damage. <laughs> like, okay. So that's not too too terrible to figure out. And all you gotta learn is how to keep your positioning advantage and that's it. Um mind you, that's obviously an insult to experience witch wizards. I'm not really meaning that. It's just hyper example trying to break it down. Whereas there's there's a lot of elements to a number of other classes too, not just specifically Mewa, but like Musa and other classes like DK and stuff like that. You got the stamina management, you got to consider positioning advantage, um, learning the openings in between your opponent's protections because they have a lot of protections probably if you're fighting a class like Warrior. You have to understand how their mechanics work because if they linger their super armors or whatever, you're going to go in thinking you have an opportunity to CC and capitalize and you're going to get fucking cucked by a grab that ignores your protections. Just like, I, there's a lot of things in here that we're not even considering. I, like, I also yeah, find this could it, go on forever. Right, but I also find it offensive that you think that other classes don't have to do that. No, I, 
I don't think that at all. I think the other classes do. I'm just saying we don't have some of the mechanics that some of the other classes do. We have the mobility that's supposed to be our perk, but yet they've been nerfing down our chase and whatnot. Our stamina costs are still really high across the board. They need to like give us some relief. And that's what most Maywas are complaining about. They don't see basically the nerfs that they've done. We're not seeing any relief in other aspects to compensate. Like the ability to stay in the pocket more often and you know use our CC abilities because we have to depend on our CC abilities and basically doing a shotgun spray of CCs in order to find a fucking opening sometimes um, on certain classes. But we can't maintain that pocket, you know, combat for very long. We have to get out. We have to regenerate. And what does that do? That resets the fight, essentially, for both players. Then we're back to the same boat. Everyone has their cooldowns again. And we're going out of the same process, rinse, repeat, until someone makes a mistake. Which is fine at high level. But it's just like the average the average player across different classes. I, I don't... I honestly don't feel like they they see that same kind of aspect. And everyone that switches to Maywa, they always end up going to like Musa instead because they have an easier time. Why? Because they have protected damage. They have the same kind of stamina issues, but they get more benefit for the buttons they press. Well, Musas feel the same way as you, that they can't do anything. <laughs> so Awaken Musa does not feel the same way. Yes, though. Yes, they do, dude. Uh, no. So that I'm legendary Mike is why I'm toxic towards males. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. All that for that comment. Yeah. Um, uh, if I could, if I could just say like one last thing. Yeah. Like I'm silent. Chad is losing their fucking mind because we're specifically <laughs> talking about one v ones, and they're like, talk about PV, talk about. Yeah, like, there's like yeah, we're there's not like other a, aspects in the game, but we're not Maywa, having a point of contention over those things. The do, point of contention is over one v ones. That's why we're talking about. Well, wait, it. do Maywas well, think they're bad at PVE? No, uh, no, I, they they don't think I we're think amazing. They're like, Average oh. to below, slightly below. I think, but they're right? good the at every high end spot. No. Is that they're really good at high end spots? No, 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 like, no, 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 no. Awaken May was pretty decent at high end zones. We're just not top tier, especially with Succession. Awakening's obviously fallen down the tier ladder as far as PVE is concerned due to Succession. Now Succession May well, does pretty well in PVE, so I don't have any complaints in that department. I just think some other classes might be a little overtuned, and that's my stance on that. I think I'm. I feel fine with how my PV is. Um, and yeah, what Frosty was saying is true. It's like the, the other aspects of the game, Frosty's already said himself, like he, he knows, he understands that it's lackluster and large scale. So for Silent Chad, that's it's basically, he's already acknowledged that fact. When you right. go to one v ones, we're not we're not we're arguing that we're not arguing that Maywa's yeah. like witch and wizard tier in large scale. Yeah, we yeah. know it's rough, like. But that's where a lot of the complaints aware. come from, and it's just like when it comes to like one v ones, we're mid tier, and that's for the prime example is having so much stamina management requirement, no grab, and um, our protected abilities are very limited in nature. We're solely dependent, especially from awakening, on essentially. Q block for Royal Rage and Red Moon and I know, but dude, tip, which we would I, never use outside of a combo. It, so many other I, I get like everyone just looks at Ninja and Sork, but dude, so many other classes have to deal with that. Dude, a, ask a warrior how they feel in large scale. Like legitimately. Like 
or ask a striker how they feel in large scale or or mystic how they feel in large scale like it, it's it's not just rough for Maywas. I I know and I just want to say but I at the same at the same time classes. at the same time frosty just because other classes also have has it rough doesn't this mean was, like Maywas yeah. don't get to no like, they I, don't get to I get complain. it no I get it but at least like all right if you're a striker let's say you're a striker and you have the same gear as Nayashi right and you both go into a node war who would you rather be honestly that Maywa or a striker with Nayashi's gear with the striker you don't even have oh. a role at that gear you can't be in the ball because you die immediately and you're not fast enough or mobile enough to be a flex class so you don't even have the same roles maywa maywa actually in that situation has more opportunity than a striker to find success in a node war you know i i, mean, I don't know strikers strikers one of those ones that i would argue was you know below the 18 you know, the below the mid tier. That's like one of those examples. Yeah, although they are you know, so like good in one. Valkyrie Valkyrie is really good in large scale, but they're dog shit in one v ones typically. Unless they actually land the CC, then they'll blow up anyone in front of them. Yeah. Um, you know, like th there's uh, and well, a lot of people are arguing that striker is way better in, in large scale because of the fact that, you know, you're with the ball, you have the protections from having your group around you, whereas Maywa typically is either off by herself doing lone combat or working with a small flux group. So, I mean, it's a different example. Also, most of my toxicity, like on the, sh on the podcast, I I'm being sarcastic towards Maywas. Like when, yeah, also, yeah, when that's I'm what taking I shots at Nayashi, yeah. I'm not actually toxic <laughs> towards Maywas. Before I, we went to the next comment, that's what I was going to point out as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is all for, you know, just the memes, but my, my, all my responses are just in reference to the whole victimhood kind of, you know thing you mentioned like it's i don't think that's the case it's just if you look at the history there's legitimately been zero positive changes to mewa that have been very impactful in the last year and a half succession awakening specifically because succession's just it's three <laughs> months old so right but succession i would you can't even look at succession as saying a positive impact to mewa honestly it doesn't really fix too many of the problems. It helps out a little bit with the 1VX and the large scale, but you still, the, the stamina problems pretty much make it fucking equal, if I can be honest with that. And then it's just, I don't know. We just haven't, Awakening has been used and abused ever since the CC Super Armor changes. And it's become this, this thing where you just spam Sticky Snowflake and use Cloud Stab whenever you got it available, and that's it. You can't use anything else. Anything else is pointless. And you just sit in Q-Block, back chase, hope for a stub barrel catch, go for there. I don't know. That's it's really, Whoa. you know, Whoa granular. Woe is May. Woe is May. That's why we have the Fields <laughs> May emo, man. <laughs> Dude. Um, all right. We got to move on. Uh, Will Mato says, I think generally if you catch someone with similar gear as you and you can't one combo them because of their gear, they can just run away and pots up in most games, even if you don't combo and kill the other person, the HP advantage is huge. But in this game, because yeah. of how people can run away and pots up, it pretty much takes makes your catch useless, <sighs> and it's much more frustrating. Yes, it's true. If 
if you have 70 to 100 gear score above someone, you should be rewarded for your gears. But if you're similar gear with someone, you should be able to kill that person in 1v1. Now, in large scale, they should just make everyone tank gear so they don't get one shot, which is what I do think they're trying to do with the HP things in Node War and Siege. Um which they kind of did when they added the HP, but for 1v1, I think the majority of player bases agree with 1cc equals dead. Of course, the mobile classes like Witch and Bruisers need their tanky stats and their resistances, which is understandable, but because it's easier for them to be CC'd. But when you fight an Invasion Ninja or a Sork, or if you one in a blue moon catch them, you can't finish them. They just iframe away and heal up. I think iframe classes shouldn't have extra evasions and inherently more evasion than everyone else because of their slipperiness. I'm a two to three month ish 640 gear score sork myself, and I always put on Nuver and let people one combo me in a 1v1 because of my belief. I use evasion and node war in large scale, though, because of the reasons stated. I feel like an iframe class, if I make a mistake and make a risky move and get CC'd, people should be able to one combo me. Um, I don't see, I'm in this weird, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not all in on the one combo thing when it comes to equal gear. Like, I'm all in on the one combo thing. If like, if you have super high AP and super high DP, I don't know. Like, I actually think the balance of AP DP is like relatively good. It's just the problem is that it's so hard and much less rewarding to enhance DP. And like we were talking about earlier with the evasion offhand, like maybe the evasion offhand just shouldn't be a thing. Um, because it's so much evasion and uh, the offhand is relatively cheap. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not, I've never been all in on the one combo thing, to be honest. Like, yeah, you, you can get away, but I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not all in on to that. To add into that, that I, I, I think the not being able to one combo would be fine. But yeah, what was mentioned is people can recover too easily in this game and resets the fight completely. And then you can't kill them. So, I mean, right, if like, they maintained a certain HP pool to where you could actually finish them off in a second combo because you were just much more skilled than them, then yeah, sure. I think that would be perfectly fine and acceptable. I think a lot of players would be happy with that. But there's too much recovery in this game. Yeah. The other thing, too, is like to get to the point where you can't be one comboed is actually really difficult. <laughs> I mean... I, this guy, this guy said he's he's saying he's I'm a two to three month ish six forty gear score sir. I don't know if that if he's saying it took him only two to three months to get to six forty gear score, but I'm not even six forty gear score. I've been playing forever, so I don't know how that would be possible. Or he if he's saying he's been six, he's been sort really six forty. Okay, right. Okay, maybe that's that's what he means. But um, yeah, I mean. But when I run into a 640 gear score Sork myself, like I, I, I can usually kill them. It's, I guess it just depends. I don't know on the situation. Um, yeah, I get the healing thing because most games are like Trinity games, right? So outside of the healer themselves, they usually can't heal themselves. And pots, exactly. pots, exactly. and other games have long cooldowns. Uh, I don't know how you change it though, because it's like. Well, actually, know. there's some pretty decent ways to change it, honestly. I mean, they could so if you think about like all the HP recovery where you don't hit someone might help. Because like, a lot of classes have a lot of HP recovery where you don't even have to make contact with another no, player. No, let's enemy. not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold so, on I, now. <laughs> I think, I think this would be an idea. 
they could change it so that abilities don't give HP on hit unless it's a PvE mob, you know? Well, so HP... they could differentiate the PvP and then just remove HP pots entirely from the game. Have whale pots as being a thing still, but... Well, they have, like... Well, think about this, though. Like, the HP on hit is not even really so bad, right? Because in this scenario that this guy painted, where it's like, they get out of your one combo, they run away and heal up. Like, if it's HP on hit, then they have to re-engage you to heal up, right? Or re-engage something to heal up, which inherently has risk. But, like, if you have to... If you run away and can heal, like, and I get, like, Wizzerker, and, like, I'm not even talking really about, like, Wizwitch heals, where they have, like, kind of long cooldowns so maybe it's not so bad or even the zerker heals i don't know what what is the cooldown on zerker heals the shortest one is 45 seconds yeah so like stuff like that's like really not that bad like even in games like he's talking about where it's hard to recover hp there's still some classes that can heal and i, I get that but maybe make like um like ninja for example you have brace so obviously you're potting, you have your two second pots, but Ninja, we'll just talk about Awaken Ninja. You have Brace, which heals 200 HP, and then you have Seamless, where every single one of the um, hits, or rather attack moves, heals you a little bit of HP, I think three times. It's like 50 per, or something like that. And so you can in total get like 150 health. And the cooldowns are so pretty short on those skills, so you recover HP after running away like pretty quickly. So I could see if those, instead of just being like HP without hitting something, they make it HP on hit, could kind of resolve that a little bit. I don't know. Eh, yeah, it, it's kind of tough. That's a weird thing, because they'd have to change so much, you know? Um, At least in AOA, you get the uh, HP cutoff for time. Right. Helps with that for tournaments. Um... HC247 says, I only listen to the podcast, uh, though I would comment and say when you're trying out changes with Nayashi, it was very informative when, even when just listening, I really enjoyed the randomness of it, as well as the up-to-date info with changes of content coming. Well, thank you. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to keep testing that stuff out. Um, hopefully, I think Guardian Succession comes out this week, and they said that we're going to get Succession on trials after that, so during the podcast, we'll be able to test out balance changes a little bit more on trials and stuff so that'll be kind of cool um draco ak says i didn't have to delete the the what i didn't have to delete the vod this time so maybe uh maybe we can take some clips from me uh um doing that damage test on that tamer and roll v so they can kind of get a representation of the damage i did I didn't. I mean, you're editing it, dude. You got this. Draco AK <laughs> says, <laughs> "FYI, I'll get him to lower his gear score later." You know. <laughs> uh, Draco AK says, "FYI, PS4 is actually weaker and poorer." Very true. But you guys, about I think the merge will still help you. It'll speed things up. Um, Hoop Twenty Two says that history uh, clear speed though. He's referencing my lawn grinding history. Yeah, if I get the combo down right, I, I mean, obviously, like when I'm doing the podcast, I'm a little bit distracted. But when I do the the um, get the combo down right and basically like CC the mob, get my buffs up, and then spin to their back, I usually only need one skill once I get to their back after the spin because the spin itself does so much damage going through them. Um, I find it to be less. It doesn't feel that efficient in Sakrea and Starzen. And part of that is I still don't have my skill add-ons. They're still bugged out, even though the patch said they fixed it. 
I submitted a ticket and they haven't responded to it. It's been like four days. So the skill add-ons are hurting me a little bit. And uh, we're getting another buff on Wednesday on Lawn that should help PV a little bit because it's improving animation speed on something and one of the and damage on one ability. So we'll see. Um, should be okay after that though. Pretty sure. Eumenidice uh, is Silent Chad MVP. No, Silent Chad. Dude, that's the that's the funny thing is uh I don't get I don't get uh Silent Chad hates me. <laughs> I wonder why, dude. Uh, I wish Silent Chad wasn't all May was. Uh Tim <laughs> says so much sympathy for They're really gonna hate you after all the talk earlier. I know. It's Tim says so much sympathy dude, I, for I, Yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say, is is this what it's like? It, like when you get shit on and I don't, is this what it feels like? Oh no, dude, this is me every day. <laughs> this is the life I deal with every day. The, the only reason it doesn't seem like that is because during the show, the audience can't respond. But I assure you, the people listening, like, dude, Frosty's a fucking idiot, dude. This is how people <laughs> feel on Reddit and chats and different discords when I'm arguing with people. Eh, no one agrees with me, dude. I just... uh. Yeah. Frosty, Frosty actually just deletes all the comments people leave on the video with, that disagree with him. He's just like, oh no, can't have that. And then he mutes, <laughs> he mutes them in discords when they start talking nonsense yeah. that he doesn't agree with. But that's my other thing too, is, you know, at the end of the day, if you're having a hard time, get, get better at your class. Sorry. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> Tim says, so much sympathy for Frosty. It must be so hard to be that geared and your next upgrade is a pen ogre. Tough life. <laughs> yeah dude it is a tough life there's like four orders up for ogres and latents and there's 62 bill dude i'm never gonna get that item i don't know what i'm gonna do honestly how much are you at right now i have about 1.5 bill dude i'm almost there dude you're almost there <laughs> uh hell yeah 155 says welcome to souls black soul desert that means is that a reference probably a reference uh, Musassin says the 100% CC I mentioned isn't supposed to be a grab for non-grab classes. It could be KD, KB, float, stun, stiff. Yeah, it could be any of those, but the thing is, is that that function that it ignores SA in front yeah. of guard makes it a grab, like, basically by definition, no matter what yeah, the actual CC is on it. <laughs> when I read that comment, I thought of that Rick and Morty meme where it's like, well, that just sounds like a grab with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Hey, Musa doesn't deserve a grab. Just give us a CC that can't be prevented by super armor and frontal guard, and we'll be fine. <laughs> Yo, that's a grab. <laughs> uh, Arancier Darkhand says, which can move with the skill casted before release? Which can move with the skill cast? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For the succession, yeah, you can start a skill up and then move and then finish the skill. Dude, by the way, I still think... Wizard Succession looks so fun, oh. man. The movement. Wait, is that awesome. what happened to me? Is that what happened to me earlier when I saw someone casting Meteor and then TP and then the Meteor hit me? Probably. Oh, I thought I just lagged. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I didn't get CC'd. He TP'd. I was sitting there S-blocking. Then he tp so I'm like, oh, he canceled the Meteor, I guess. So I start uh, hopping towards him, and then I get Meteored. I was like, what the fuck? What just happened? So, witches, I've noticed a lot of witches are still awakening, which I that I totally understand, because witch awakening is as good 
as succession may be better but wizards like you guys are missing out i promise you just it's gonna be it's a weird jarring change but just spend a day or two learning wizard succession and it is so good your mobility is so much better your range skills are so fast and fluid and you still have a ton of protection i i highly recommend wizard succession it just looks so much more fun too the outplay potential is way 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 higher um Lupix says, love the show, guys. Keep it up. One thing, though, Frosty, please put a limiter on your mic. Whenever you got excited or close to your mic, you near blew my head off compared to your companions. Heart. Yeah, I know. I, this mic is so bad at it, and the actual software doesn't have a limiter. I'll, I'll try to find one. Maybe I can use, like, Voice Meter Banana does that shit or something. But as of right now, we're going to try compression, and you'll probably all hate that. See, what, what so Frosty we'll see. really does is he tones us down. Because he's got to prop his voice up, you know? Exactly. <laughs> this is my fucking show. Yeah, um, but then in, in post, he <laughs> turns his own voice, voice up anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> he does, dude. Um, Yikes. Cameron Zukov. Uh, gotta been loving the show. Okay, this is kind of a long comment. Um. All right, well, we'll see. Uh, I'll try to get through this. He says, God, I've been loving the show ever since I found out, found it two-ish months ago. Glad we've got some fun hosts and BDO community willing to cover such a wide gamut of other content or of content. I mean, the fact that you guys are able to keep my attention for two to three hours, pretty strong statement about your ability as show hosts. So mad props there. Also, by the way, we're not only going to be removing comments that insult us, but compliment us, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no more, no more compliments. <laughs> pretty, pretty geeked. You guys are adding N N Y. I believe that's Nayashi as an additional member. As that's uh, what's not to love about making great thing even better. Dang, Nayashi, someone does like Maywas. Uh, came came back to BDO. <laughs> In June 2019, after my old passed away in January 13, 2018, don't take pity on me for it. Just tear us the time you've got with your friends and family because you never know. Shit happens. Memes going to strike. Um, and when I came back, I found out Blackstar Weapons... At, uh, found out about Blackstar Weapons and absolutely fell in mad love with their appearances. I ended up selling... Uh, making a tri black star amulet for my sorceress main since launch and found it shaved off 8 to 12 seconds my solo clear times at Miramak ended up selling off my 17 alt zarkas and buying building them their own black stars not long after that discovery I think it was in the middle of July or so when Pearl Abyss held their developer conference and teased their intentions of Odalita naval PvP content and black star armor by the way you should just sell all of those tri black star weapons and just buy a pen black star weapon for one class you'll be Yikes. a god yeah, yeah, really. Basically. Um, um, yeah, no, go ahead. He says, after seeing the Black Star armor announcement, my uh, immediate thought was, so Awakening offhand Black Star's win. And my question to you guys, do you think they'll actually release uh, whose weapons to string us along until more substantial content hits? And before you guys go, but wait, we already have Garmos Heart. Those stat values are so meager compared to the proper Black Star stats. It's laughable as a direct comparison. And on that note, uh, the negative monster damage mod on Black Star Armor is likely going to be mandatory and see how fast people die uh, or are being crushed in Odalita. Also pretty sure the devs have stated Odalita drop tables haven't been finalized and more content will come. Yeah, that's correct. New field bosses, world bosses, 
and craft from the city workshop nodes. Sorry for the gargantuan comment. Last question. What on earth is the name of the song band that plays at the end of the video? It struck a chord with my rock and roll soul. Um, that is a long comment. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do think they'll add more shit. I think they're going to continuously add more items here and there. That's what they've been doing. And I think Black Star Armor is only step one. I, I do think they'll eventually release a whole wheel of Black Star shit. Uh, at least armor, like the helmet and the boots and stuff. I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, maybe not, but I'd imagine. Um, and what was the other question? Uh, oh, that the band is Hello Stranger, and the song is called All the Things I Am Not. Uh, Shadows Army New says... New album win. New album Dude. Yeah, we're working with uh, mixers. It's been... It's this is hard. still the this is still the same comment that mentioned the thing about the the naval combat, right? Yeah. Do we have naval combat? So I, I just don't 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 hold your breath for that. <laughs> they mentioned that years ago. Yeah, it's, I don't. I they don't got know the ships. They got the sea, but they haven't really incorporated much naval combat yet. No. Um, Shadows Army says I'd be so happy with the option to listen to the podcast on Spotify. I know, man. I, I've been trying to get Nash to put it up there. We'll we'll figure it out. What? I'm gonna look into it like really, really hard. After I'm gonna move. Uh, I'm doing some rearranging IRL to move my PC and my desk and stuff, and then I'm gonna get around to these chores of trying to get it on Spotify and iTunes. I I, I promise I'm gonna look into it. It's just it's actually a pain in the ass to get it on those services the very first time. I think like repeatedly putting it up isn't so bad, but getting them on this there is kind of a pain in the ass and I don't know how to edit artwork and shit like that. And they have like these annoying requirements for size and scope and yada, yada. Also, Rezzler, when are we going to put, when are we changing our uh, artwork to the new, that thing that you got? Huh? The three of us. When the illustration. Did? No, I mean like for the actual like episodes, it still shows the little value pack icon. Or oh, we are we wanting it... to change the thumbnail on the videos as well? Maybe I don't know. Maybe should we or no? Maybe not. Uh, I don't even know. It looks pretty cool. I'm gonna need to put more thought into that. Let me think more about that. Hmm. I never considered it before, but now let me consider it. Maybe we could throw it in the intro somewhere. Fade I do need in. to make a new intro. The old intro is kind of out of date. It's a little out of date, dude. That that. Skill hasn't been a CC for about a year now. <laughs> the triple CC from the Mystic. Um, VB VB Bear says the issue, dude. I still like laugh about that. No offense to those three players, but it was a Valkyrie, a Striker, and a Warrior, and they all got CC'd by Crouching Wolf. Like at the very start of my engagement. Like how were none of them holding block? What the hell? Yeah, that was, that was yeah that's amazing. definitely a rare achievement. Um, and that was like the that's like the fastest I think I've ever seen somebody get clapped in like three v three. Honestly, that ancient wave timing only, too. Yeah, God yeah, damn, dude, it was dude. Little, it was, we couldn't have made that more perfect if we tried. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty funny to watch. Uh, VB Bear says the issue with Wizard Succession, in my opinion, is the gear requirement for it to be viable at high end grind spots. So because everything is so quick in succession you can't really chain super armors effectively in a place like Aukman or history which is needed if you're around that 300 dp range um 
just for comparison, I'm 270 newer, 300 DP on my wizard and have a hard time getting hard time in Aukman as suck, but it's brain dead easy uh, as suck, but it's brain dead easy as awakening. Coupled with the loss of some CC versus awakening makes it difficult to combo the mobs reliably and even corral them together. Essentially, you need more AP than you do with awakening because I keep trying to make it work in Aukman, but just end up with higher kill times on the packs because I have to evade survive, whereas before I could just SACC them with no fear. Move around to their backs whenever I finish them off. Basically, anything under Aukman to a lesser degree mansion is going to be fine in succession once you meet the requirements. Uh, stuff ends up needing more AP DP to compensate losses. All right. And I'm not saying this to be offensive, but you in you can CC the mobs in both Aukman and Histria. So KDs actually CC the mobs in Histria as well. Little known fact. Uh, KD is stuns them for whatever reason, or stiffens, however you want to describe it. If you're doing a proper combo, not only do you have your red ball to kind of keep their attention, but your skills, if you're rotating your skills properly, they shouldn't even be able to turn around to hit you. And then in Aukman, I think what all except for one mob can be bound, knocked down, or floated. So you really should not be getting CC'd in either of those places. Just being honest. Uh, and then he says in, in PvP, it's still easy to get caught. And again, the overall lack of protection like block and reliable CCs presents a problem for most players. Potential is there and it is quite good, but you need a lot of gear for it to be better than Awakening, at least 350 DP in my opinion. Anything less than that just means you're nerfing yourself at the cost of aesthetics, I guess enjoyment. You also can't underrate the loss of the of Pet Stiffen, which is huge considering you can get it off while cc during someone's unprotected combo. Yeah, the fact that that's a thing, dude. Um, <clears throat> he says, I didn't think I would, but I prefer Succession over Awakening. It's just a shame I can't really enjoy it outside of PvE. See, I, I just don't... I, I think you have to practice it more, man. Like, yeah, you don't have S-Block, but you literally have... You have a, a fully protected rotation of movement and abilities that there's really no reason why you should need the S-Block because the cooldowns aren't long enough. Um, your Earth's response is a three-second cooldown. Every three seconds, you have a super armor movement ability. You're, you get to use both of your teleports separately whenever you want with shift space. That's seven second and 10 second cooldown. So you can use those uh, to kind of keep distance. You also have the new earthquake ability, which by the way, is protected movement backwards and stiffens the way they change that. You still have frontal guard on uh uh, meteor and then you also have frontal guard on a lot of people are taking voltaic pulse and um uh the name always escapes it's not fisher waves the other one um debt um fuck what's the other earth ability which has the name um uh, fuck not fisher wave it's uh equilibrium break you have frontal guard on those uh on that ability as well to help buy your time if you absolutely need a frontal guard and then you still have a, a lot of super armor to rotate. Um, so I just think if you practice how it moves, like maybe it is technically more challenging, but I think the ceiling is way, way higher. And I do not think that you need 350 DP. I mean, if you need 350 DP, then you also need that for Awakening. I mean, maybe a little bit less, right? Like maybe, like let's say if you're... Uh, Maybe you'd only need like 331 DP for Awakening and for Succession you'd need 339, like a bracket different. But outside of that, like it really, 
you can just move a lot more. You're not stuck in place like you are in, in Awakening, so you don't have to take as much damage. It's just my opinion. I, I would I would work on it. Um, ignore the name says, also PS4 has a couple of full pen people. Pretty sure Xbox Xbox are, uh, has more though, but they also are making people name change if they have the same name after the merge. People that bought the $100 pack to reserve the name aren't happy, but they're giving away free name changes for that. But still, I don't know. feels rushed is all. LOL. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, losing your name kind of sucks, but at the end of the day, if the game's actually going to be playable because there's a community, it's worth it, honestly. Um, they did the name change system better after posting this. So, well, what did they do, dude? <laughs> he didn't post any other information. What did they do to fix it? He says, and to my other comment, they, they never said they couldn't add those arenas, just it would be basically hard to balance, but mentioned like arena or mobile or whatever. Um. Okay, so he also added earlier, or later on, or no, earlier, I guess. Uh, so with the console merge, Xbox has also had Kama for a few months along with Ergons, Griffin, Gin Crystals, etc. While PS4 doesn't have that and said we aren't getting it until we merge on March 4th, LOL. Also, their fix for this was just join Xbox, join an Xbox guild and have them join you. There was a Q&A for a merge on their YouTube. They said that or to stay in the channel with just ps4 because there are certain uh channels that allow you to basically opt out of cross servers but all node wars and arsha are both platforms so it's kind of annoying they don't understand uh they're like yeah but you guys will have the same content it's like lol the same content they've had for months already they don't understand their own game also cms someone asked them if we could get 1v1 arenas and 5v5, etc. They said they really can't do that because some classes aren't designed for 1v1. Some aren't designed for 5v5. Like, what the fuck? LOL, I don't understand them, honestly. Do they play their own game? They say they do. Jeez, man, LOL. I'm 540 gear score on PS4, but average player, I don't know. will be rough for them if, if they want to play across servers. But still, I don't know. For good long run, but knowing since they've had Archer 2, we don't. Um, so they have full geared archers while we're just getting this on March 4th. All right. So here's the thing. What, what would you do? Like, what would you do to fix the issue you guys are having with like the power balance? Like, okay. Xbox is ahead of you guys and they want to merge you guys. So both of your communities are much larger, right? But the PlayStation 4 players feel like this isn't fair because you're not caught up. So what would you do to justify Just not merge? Like, what, what could they do to, like, appease the feeling that you have? I don't, I don't really know what the solution would be outside of just merge and it'll play itself out and be fine in the end, which I, I really do think it will be. Right? Or what do you think, Rez? Or Ashley, like, what? Um, I think it's a whole bunch of get good, right? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> dude I, I mean like I, I what could they do right like i guess like all right we're gonna give you guys all this content first and merge you like six months later but it's like dude i i think honestly just for the health of the game like the moment you guys emerge you're all just one group it, of people it's so yeah, it's, like, it's just one thing you can't avoid unfortunately it just is what it is i'm you just got to, like, grit your teeth, get the grinding, and, you know, hope you fight a whole bunch of Pepega Xbox players. That's it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you guys will be all right. The first, like, couple weeks will be hard, but the, it'll it'll play itself out.
And the only reason you guys aren't as geared is because uh, you don't have the content. You're getting it with the merge. Look at you're getting a merge and a bunch of new content. I think overall it's a good thing. It's just I don't know how you could do the merge with the way those platforms are set up any better, personally. Yeah, that's kind of the issue that. Just I prepare think. your chat macro said, please, please, you know, don't bully me. I'm a PlayStation player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, uh, I just, I, I think there's no good way to really do it. So there is, I thought of it. I don't know. Shut down the Xbox server for two months and then let them play again after PS4 caught up and then merge them. <laughs> Genius, dude. Uh, oh, yeah, that won't lose uh, any players. Maybe- Merge merge Xbox with PC for two months while PS4 just kind of catches up and then just merge those two together so now Xbox knows what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matthias War says, I like the idea of upgrading through, but it should not all be gated behind Garmoth. Range classes are usually also not my thing, but hey, Frontline, this game is a meme. You basically die so the cool classes can get some kills. Also, Maywa, man. I was Maywa and Suck, and my friend was Guardian. I was 283 Nuver. He was 260 DP. And my biggest damage ability did not even half his health in the back. Then he, with 261 AP Nuver, one-skilled me. Wait, he was 260 DP? Guardian, Guardian fucking damage is ridiculous. No, no, he's saying that the Guardian had 260 DP, so that is 30 DP He below. probably meant AP. No, no, because he talks about his damage. Look, he says that the Guardian had 260 DP, and that the Mewa was 283 Nuver, and that his biggest damage ability didn't even half health the 260 DP on his back. Mm, I don't find that to be true. Yeah, that uh, seems a little bit weird. But then he says, with 261 AP Nuver, he one-skilled me with the flow through my block with 300 DP. Okay. When we dueled, I went like 20 loss to two wins. He could just stay in SA forever uh, if he wanted. And when he did a slash with his axe that landed like two miles next to me, I would still get hit because of the insane hitboxes. Not a fun experience. So can I give a little quick advice to him yeah. on that matchup? So in that particular matchup, you want to try to do your best to avoid their AOE and their range. You need to learn the kind of range that they have with their abilities, which I know is obnoxiously far. But on top of that, when you get in close, you can use your mobility to kind of like use your no collision to get through them and get to their back. You got to be careful with it, though, because they can still chunk you. And if the Guardian knows what they're doing, they can use mouse movement to change the direction of their abilities and hit you. It's a lot of mind games and whatnot in order to make them look the other direction so that you can actually land the hits. But you got to pressure them from the back and watch out for the grab. The grab is really slow, though, so it's usually dodgeable with little to no effort. Um, he said he, he closes with basically threw my Mewa in the trash can after that. Was already annoyed by the lack of protected damage when you don't have Red Blade. Makes it hard to trade because people won't let you stack it. So you have to get that CC somehow. Um, so well, shouldn't be trying to use Red Blade in it anyways. To be perfectly honest, it's not a very good 1v1 mechanic. 
Uh, Strategic Lion says, hi, could you guys record the videos at higher quality? We'll try this time. I, I increased the bit rate, but I don't know how much of a difference it'll make, so we'll see. Uh, Conan says, in the same idea of the Diablo podcast you mentioned, you guys could do some group grinding while doing the podcast. Dude, I'm actually down as fuck once we get some group grind spots. Dude, with Miramok now, we can pop our loose scrolls and shit and just go to town while we bullshit about see, this. Yeah, I refuse to do trees, dude. But everywhere else, I'm down. Um, the some people are getting 5k trash at Miramok with a no, dude, it's fine. We'll go, we'll go try, we'll go try grind where guns, dude. It's fine. I'm actually down. We, we could do a tree. Let's do it. Let's, let's plan to do a trees group next week. The three of us see how much money we make. Next podcast, Sounds we'll do good. a trees group. Um, you know what? That's that'll get my my monsters per month up. <laughs> my monsters we might we might indirectly get me you know above thirty five thousand. yeah but the thing is is you'll never catch up the frosty because he'll be killing the same amount of monsters presumably it's not about catching up the frosty it's just about me getting more you know yeah. uh, okay okay psa vel in 39 minutes where do i see this monsters killed thing i want to look at press I don't p know. and click the little graph thing in the top right it's the second from the right and then you History? can adjust the days yep Okay, so are um, we doing total or? What? Well, it would be the last month. Last month, thirty days. Uh, yeah. twenty-four thousand seven hundred and forty-four. Less than Nashi. Look at that. Hey, it's your boy. <laughs> the awkward. Yeah, no grinders <laughs> represent. The Awkward Ninja says, on what Nayashi was talking about with accuracy, 380 and 450 are massively different. Versus high evasion, that is almost a 20 to 30% hit rate difference. It is like saying that 269 AP is almost the same as 289 AP. Sure, 1 to 269 is most of the work, as 0 to 380 accuracy is, but at the end of the day, is a bigger gear difference than you guys were saying about pushing 370 DP and 700 to 800 evasion. The only thing they really need to do is pull back on the accuracy and evasion modifier in general you shouldn't get a free 50 percent anything for fit for accuracy 50 percent 380 accuracy is basically 100 percent still and even 30 percent like ninja evasion is still forcing you to re-roll that type of kill power defense a bit of flavor is needed same being or some being a bit better at x or y but ninja and kuno having 40 percent more chance to dodge over zerker worse for his best and some classes having 100 percent skills others not really having them is a bit too much disparity for something they want to come down to what gear you get final thought i think we absolutely need a boss accuracy and evasion offhand kudum feels like it is all over the place it would give players more control over their build and would make it feel less hopeless for super high gear evasion um i'm kind of with you on the accuracy maybe or Can maybe you kind of break that down for me my may well brain couldn't comprehend yeah so he he's saying that yeah all right so in in total earlier he was saying that the accuracy 380 between 380 and 450 is actually a massively different amount of evasion or accuracy. So versus evasion, that's like a 20 to 30% hit rate difference. And he was uh, analogizing it with, that's like saying 269 AP is this almost the same as 289 AP. Because yeah, 269 is way different than uh, whatever, like 150 AP, right? But and it seems like it's only 20 more AP, but those brackets are huge at the high end. Is one That was his first point. Yeah, yeah. And then the second thing, he was saying that they just need to remove some of the accuracy and evasion modifiers in the game in general. And then 
he was saying the the ninja and kuna having 40 percent more chance to dodge over zerker it's like too disparate like the disparity is way too high and then he also wants to add boss offhands with accuracy and evasion which i just think i'd actually be more in into the idea of like give kudum even more accuracy like bring it up to 20 and give nuver like 10 accuracy or something like that and just do away with the evasion offhand altogether personally um yeah that's just how i feel about it uh red ghost vfx says the bdo community needs to appreciate this podcast more only 1.3 ka subs come on they get the most interesting and famous players in this podcast bdo community sub mofos true we get all the fucking we get all the stars <laughs> we have all the stars on this show dude uh not ashy Kanichi sizes. Don't worry about the catch-up mechanic of BDO Frosty, because the other day a new guy joined my guild and said he started playing BDO a month ago. He already has Tet Dandy. When it took me six months to even acquire a base Dandy, another month to get it to try. He just life skilled and bartered. I can imagine the next month or so he'll be full Tet armors. Yeah, they do get it a lot faster. I'm just saying, like as they add more stuff, I just hope they continue to make the base level shit easier. Um. Spectral says the Kaleko's comment from last vid on striker succession uh, serves a different purpose than awakening. It is mainly about controlling the mid to short space better than awakening, especially mid space fighting where awakening striker lacks. Yeah, it just is missing a ton of mobility, which it's going to get in the future. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the Musassin says my opinion evasion is just too strong. As far as I know, Musa with uh, we have three skills in total. Pre-wake suck that have 100% accuracy. Counter assassination is 100%, but damage is pitiful. Blooming pre-wake 100% can't kill shit, so I don't care about that. Now suck blooming has decent damage even after the nerf has 100% accuracy. All the suck, all the other suck skill barely have accuracy modifiers, and if they have, it's probably it's probably pitiful. Even if it has an accuracy modifier, the damage is so low to make any impact. So why would you take away a tool that is crucial to a class? And for those saying uh you can spam blooming yes you can spam blooming but guess what most of the skills to give blue buff have can't to spam hit. it anymore yeah uh so if it's on cooldown 12 to 15 seconds before it comes off cooldown um and what skill do you want to spam that's on cooldown that has decent enough damage they still haven't announced how they're going to compensate so it's all speculation at this point however if they take 100 percent accuracy away then they need to make all of their skills and suck it either hit harder or leave the accuracy at the most at 80 percent because we know that Korea does not understand percentages. How the hell do you fail enhancement three times in a row, starting with 80% enhancement chance? So for PA, unless it's 100% something, it's unreliable. All right. So first of all, it's reduced down to 50%, which is still plenty. If you have even a decent amount of accuracy, your hit rate's going to be 100% against most evasion. Maybe at the absolute high-end meme, you'll need a little bit more. But eh. And then the other thing is like, your accuracy modifiers are actually relatively decent in succession. Like most classes, I don't know why everyone thinks that every class has like 20 or 25% accuracy modifiers on all their succession skills. That's not the case. Um, and the reason Musa is getting nerfed is because your damage actually is insane. It was more than just Blooming being 100%. So like, yeah, I, I think... Uh, this notion that Musa is not strong is is crazy. You, you're still going to be able to kill people. Evasion, maybe it's too strong, but again, I think part of it is that evasion offhand, because non-evasion offhand is like, you can deal with it. 
for the most part. Uh, the Musassin says, Garmouth Heart about to skyrocket on the market. No wonder there was none listed. Yeah. <sighs> that might actually be my, my next thing, actually, before Ogre. Wait, we'll what? see. The Garmoth change, how you can nope, use it in your don't, don't announce that shit. Keep that on down, though. Everyone knows that we talked about it last week. Uh, Yo, shout out to this dude. I'm pretty sure he's been in every single RBF I've done so far. Uh, I'm assuming he has a bot doing it, but he just literally joins RBF on a trial character and just runs around in the spawn area. He has an auto path set up or something, I guess, to not get kicked. He just kind of stays up there. Hell Shout yeah. out to that guy. Making that AFK money, dude. Uh, Boardwalk Toke says, can they just buff DR, please? They have so much emphasis on evasion because everyone in Korea seems to use it, but this just makes mm, DR more and more obsolete. It's ridiculous. I don't know why. All right. Like, I mean, all right, let, let's just set aside the how you feel about evasion. Is there anything they're adding to the game that they've added to the game in the last 12 months that was a direct buff to evasion? Anyone know? Was it direct Kuno's, buff to Kuno's evasion? Kuno's and ninjas still exist? <laughs> well, <laughs> my, my point is like they're not. There is not a huge emphasis on evasion. They literally have just been adding accuracy to the game and slowly nerfing evasion stuff on classes. So like, I, I don't know why people think that evasion. I don't, I don't find those accuracy items though to be worth a damn. I like, mean. Maybe all... maybe if the price literally drops down to like crescent all right, value, so, but right so now there's like 300 mil so, on fucking KR. Okay, so distortion's not worth the damn. Oh, distortion's is fine, but it has like legit no accuracy difference from a normal no, Tungrad yeah. or whatever. Wait, yes it does? Distortion has more accuracy at the same level than Tungrad. How much? Uh, so a Tet Distortion has 14 accuracy. A Tungrad at Tet has 10. So it has four more accuracy per slot. You also have Alcar Crystals. It's another eight additional accuracy. And then you also have, they're adding the accessories, regardless of how you feel about them. But at the high end, if you want to switch to start, you know, your AP is already super high. So you just want to build accuracy. You have those. They're adding the new crystal for the Awakening weapon. That's going to add accuracy. Like, my point is, like, they're adding a little bit of accuracy over time. And while simultaneously nerfing evasion passives and buffs on the other classes. So, like, this notion that Korea is heavily emphasizing evasion more and more is the complete opposite of what's actually happening. I never said that they... No, 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 not you. There's this comment. I'm replying to this comment. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, this comment. And then uh, this guy, Sam, says, buffing DR will make shield classes insanely broken. Ma yeah, maybe. I do think uh, in black and white, yes, that's true, but I still think my special Dang, attack God evasion... Forbid, God forbid the shield classes live for more than one second. In large oh, okay. Dude, here's the thing. If they add the special attack evasion thing, like I said, that would help a lot. And it wouldn't make the shield class insanely broken because it wouldn't really affect their block as much. You know? I'm just saying. Gotta add special attack evasion for DR brackets. That's the solution. You guys are welcome. You're welcome, PA. I solved it. Uh, Dark Shadow says, I think one of the issue with evasion builds, it's far cheaper to obtain than accuracy builds. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, Rez, can you read this comment? 
Because one, it's going to give me an aneurysm, and two, I have to pee. <laughs> uh, I suppose I can. Let me go hide in a corner somewhere real quick. Uh, oh, I can't. Fuck, I forgot they added that second door, so my normal hiding spot is not good anymore. <laughs> you had to go hide in one of the bushes on the wall. All right, I'm I'm hiding in a. I'm gonna, well, here I'll, I'll read this real quick, and then you guys comments on it. No, 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 no. What, what name? What, dark, what person? Dark Shadow. It? About dark uh, Shadow. Two thirds of the way down. About two thirds of the way down. Alrighty, hold on. Find this real quick. It's a green D icon. The green D. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alrighty. Got it. Okay. All right. So right he says. I think one issue with evasion builds is it's far cheaper to obtain them than accuracy builds. For example, people use a pin green helm that is way cheaper and easier to get than even a tet boss helm, probably easier than a tri boss helm. Due to the cheapness of repairs and DP accessories are dirt cheap versus other accessories. So going evasion is very cheap versus accuracy. So I think we all agree DR needs a buff. But also, they should nerf the green gear in terms of evasion, then they should buff boss helms and probably offer a little bit more DR to boss gear in general. And there should be an accuracy offhand. At Tet, it should have the same AP as Kudum, same DR as Nuver, and like 10 monster damage with like 60 accuracy. And then uh, Boardwalk Toke says 100% DR needs a buff, but pretty sure evasion is getting so much attention because most KR players use evasion. So the most feedback given to PA will just be about evasion. I really hope they do something about that, to which Dark Shadow replies to that reply, saying, yeah, and I didn't even mention some classes just really suck going evasion, like Warrior, for example. I know a few top Warriors are starting to go evasion, but it doesn't scale well at all. So some classes need way more evasion, and if that same class goes DR, which was the design, it just doesn't seem to, or doesn't see the same unkillable results. Uh... Alright, so, again, like, my point with the accuracy stuff is, like, those ones, like, I know, Nayashi, like, you're saying the neck is super expensive, right? But the thing with the neck is, like, at Tet, not only does it have more accuracy than an Ogre Ring, but it also has more AP. So, it should be way more expensive, because it's fucking absurdly powerful. And, unlike Distortioneering, it has no negative effects. Also, this guy references that it sucks going evasion. Wait, the blue necklace? No, 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 the uh, the Debreca neck from Ash Forest. I thought that was the one. Oh, I actually about. haven't seen that one yet. I was talking about the earrings and the belt specifically. Okay, and then this guy mentions that Innovation sucks on Warrior. Have you fought Zethian, dude? Oh, like, dude, you don't even need the fucking evasion buffs for some of these classes. Like, actually, the the one thing with Warrior that's interesting is because of the DR buffs, this is how it was explained to me. Maybe it's wrong, but it kind of made sense because I was wondering why. Because he doesn't, he uses a Kudum in his build, but he doesn't use any evasion accessories like a Sissel Neck or anything. And he's like 370 DP and insanely tanky, like probably one of the most tanky people I've ever fought. But I think one of the reasons is because of the DR buffs that he gets with his block and stuff, that the hits that do go through still have pretty high damage reduction. Plus, he has all that evasion, right? So, kind of, it actually, in a weird way, goes hand in hand. I, it over time, I, I don't know. Again, it's like over time, like it, it's slowly being resolved. Obviously, the all of these comments were written before we knew that Smokescreen was getting nerfed, and I, I think it is safe to assume that Sork's evasion buffs are probably going to get nerfed as well. 
and maybe some other classes. So we'll we'll see what happens. But it does look like they're they're addressing it little by little. They're never just going to remove evasion from the game. There's just not. They're not CCs, you know. They'll remove CCs from the game, just not evasion. Uh, Lord X says those new areas look so dope. Shame it will be years before it comes to console. Uh, yeah, I personally know half a dozen people coming back because of the merge, and to be honest, it was needed. Not enough playing people playing on EU, at least. The mob changes aren't nearly as bad as people are crying about. Low end is the same. Spent a little bit messing around. My T4 pets and agile still can't keep up. So if we're getting less trash, they are doing something wrong. Aquin feels the same trash-wise. Reliable people I've talked to say it's a couple hundred trash different at most. I made a super detailed guide on history with over 30 hours of testing posted on my channel. Oh, I got a sneeze. Bless you, Excuse I think? Me. Yeah, I sneeze. Jeez. I hope you didn't hear it. Um, I just heard... <laughs> <laughs> testing posted on my channel and sent a link to the devs. Got good feedback from them and a nice shout out in their last stream. TLDR went from 3K trash to 2.7K. Easy to fix. Show them how to do it. Now just hoping they listen. But not having to leave a room in history and extend even at 272, 274. Kudum is very nice. They did kill side rotation and the big room... Uh, for seven Elton, whatever that is called again, easy fixes if they listen. Uh, the Shepherd one one two says just for clarification on Odalita, the two fifty spot isn't that tanky in testing with two fifty Kudum as a grind spot. AP goes off Kudum, but Nuber, like you said, the three ten spot is also a party zone for five man. Great video, guys. Dude, that'll be the scariest five man party I've ever been in. Those fucking golems. Or no, no, no the two the three ten spot is the gargoyles, right? I think I don't remember actually. Yeah, I think it's the gargoyles and then the 300 spots the the golems. Orakami says after stomping the shit out of almost every gu every guardian I've ever seen, I will go ahead and succeed the idea that their OP damage ability is that strong. Uh Valk could use some more balance adjustments for both awake and suck to be honest. Doing well with it doesn't make me think the class is at peak performance, peak balance or performance. Um, also, listening to this garbage about Musa getting a grab, just play Warrior Suck. Like, honestly, in my opinion, faster than Musa and has SA dashes to chain into an SA grab. There you go. Stop playing Musa. True. <laughs> uh, I mean, Awakened Valk Jeez. should get buffs before Succession Valk, to be honest. Succession Valk is really strong. Um, Rady says. I got a comment on that Guardian thing. All right. What's your comment on the Guardian thing? I, I wasn't. I didn't fully yeah, understand. Yeah, I fought a Guardian that actually knows how to use mouse movement yet. There's very few, but when you fight one, you'll be like, "Holy shit!" Unless yeah. you're unless you're a grab class. If you have two grabs, it's probably not an issue. But if you um, if you only have one grab, they can usually compete with you to some extent. Yeah. If you only have one grab, like Musumeo Grappler, it's harder. <laughs> Rady Ray says the main problem why evasion accuracy and AP builds are problematic is the not linear AP scaling it's not worth to go for accuracy offhand when you will deal more damage with the full AP build let's say you get 80 plus accuracy from an accuracy offhand have 20 less AP you will most likely drop below 269 brackets you will lose so much AP that the accuracy trade off is not worth it um and on that note, the same is true for the evasion offhand. You also have to lose the AP if you're using that offhand. Um, he says also high end or high evasion builds 
have usually a lot of DR as well. When you are like 250, 240 AP, 250 AP with the accuracy soft hand, you'll hit through the evasion like butter, but then the, comes the DR. High evasion builds will most probably have close to 300 DR as well. DR goes one-to-one -one ratio with AP. If you have less AP than uh, DR, you can't even out-damage the HP potion of the opponent. You put accuracy offhand on, it's, it's the high DR build against low AP, which makes your damage even lower. If the evasion, even if the evasion versus accuracy works fine. Um, fix all that, linear AP brackets to get five bonus AP per five AP. That would be the easiest fix, so you don't lose too much AP when you put the accuracy offhand on. I mean, I'm definitely down with a redistribution of the way the brackets are, so it's not super high in like one section. Um, I do think that the whole, in all these examples where like your accuracy, your evasion or your AP drops to 240 or 250 AP, if you're 271 AP, you're not killing people with DR either, man. Uh, if they're like 350 DP with DR, like 269 AP just doesn't do that much damage to them. Maybe on like Ninja and Kuno, but yeah, you're not killing choice with 270 AP. So yeah, your AP, if you're, if my point is basically, if you put on an accuracy off and you're dropping to 240 AP, then you, you didn't have the gear to kill any of these people we're talking about anyway. Um, Dacred Ninja's thoughts on wild on wild strikers and zerkers being added to Odalita. Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> you didn't see that? No. Oh god, I'm watching it right now. Did you see this? Quick, uh, quick yeah. comment from Silent Chat. Uh, choice is evasion now. <laughs> yes, he is evasion now. But m my point still stands. Look at that. No, actually, if you haven't seen it yet, this is what the comment was talking about. He says, thoughts on Wild Strikers and Zerkers being added to Odalita, and they put that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> dude, it, it doesn't wow. even look like a gorilla. It looks like a dude in a costume, the way it's standing. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's, that's fantastic. Funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, Supermaxer says, I agree with Nayashi on evasion. Queso81 uh, says, Kang is the... Uh, actual pronunciation korean translating to strong which what does that mean in the context of the patch notes though i think uh, it means absolute absolute or prime i think it's in reference to absolute but i feel like all no oh with king specifically oh i could see that actually yeah that makes sense i was thinking of because sometimes it says strong what does the strong mean <laughs> Oh, Google Translate should be doing this for us. Uh, Zappy says, I'm literally full, full tech, including accessories. I still feel like I'm way behind top players. And people that are new to the game will never catch up if they don't make boss gear easier to acquire and repair upgrade. Yeah. It's kind of hard. I mean, they hit you hit a wall, right? Like So, for example, let's just say where Nayashi is and where I am right now, right? Like, I'm 285 with Kudum and... And 350. I'm um, trial gear. <laughs> and and Nayashi's <laughs> 270. What are you? 273. 277. Basically trial. Basically trial. Stop. stop. So Nayashi's like 270. Let's just say somewhere in 270s and like 301 DP. So for the next three and a half to four months, I'm going to be saving up for just the ogre ring. In that three and a half four months, he could definitely get some gain some ground on me, right? And even once I get that pen ogre is 5 AP, but like, Nayashi could get 
30 DP and 5 to 10 more AP in that same time. So it kind of works out that way. But I do agree. I hope should... I get that much. He won't because he's only killing 11,000 mobs per month. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not wrong. Which That's is basically adds up to about one loot scroll hour per week of grinding. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I agree though. They should continue to make things easier to get as they add more shit to the game. Uh, Boardwalk Toke replies, unfortunately, full tet boss gear doesn't mean much anymore. Need to get pens and also Kafras. Most will never get close to top players. And if you eventually do over time, the gear gap is just going to get bigger anyways. Just, uh, like how it has already. Blackstar Army will cause this as well. Being competitive in the game is a very difficult thing to do unless you want to sink tons of hours into the game or just extremely RNG carried. Play your own pace, enjoy taking your time, makes the game much more enjoyable. That's true. If you just accept that some players are not going to be able to kill, eventually you'll play a different game. You know? Uh, Zappy says, Orakami, if the if the gap gets bigger between new and veteran players new players will not stick to the game correct that's why they have to continue to make it easier i agree yeah that's Just, why i had that argument before why i think yes veteran players that spend a lot of time and whatnot in the game should be rewarded for their time but still feel like i should be able to kill people also something to that uh to your last comment like where it was like yeah some people you're just not gonna be able to kill you just kind of gotta accept that at some point mm -hmm. like at some point you can't just demand balance because like you're undergeared or you're bad like that's really just True. how it how it is uh that's like i'm at 301 dp so like maybe a year to six months ago ish i was like really frustrated because i was like dying really easily and i felt like i shouldn't and i was up to 309 then as well and I felt like I was 309 DP. I'm a Zerker with, like, at least 5k HP every time I fight, minimum. Sometimes up to, like, 6k, depending on how tryhard I want to go. So I felt like, dude, I shouldn't be dying as quickly as I'm dying. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is stupid. This is dumb. But, like, after I played Archer, I fucking went back down to 301 because I was like, I'm an Archer. What do I care? So I went back down to 301 to gain more AP. And then I rolled back to Zerker. Now I'm 301 on Zerker. And I'm, I've just taken this attitude of like, well, of course I'm going to die. Like, I'm 301. And honestly, it's made my life a lot better. Like, it really, like, I can't explain to you how nice it is to not feel like, dude, I should be living. Like, just, just you got to accept it at some point. You just got to accept what's happening and stop, like, being angry that what you want to happen isn't happening it's just acceptance man you just gotta accept it at some point yeah and i, I agree to your with your uh the skill and balancing like it's like i don't know man at, at some point and let, let's just exclude maywa entirely there there are ninjas and sorks <laughs> no no seriously like there are ninjas and sorks and and mooses and and valkyries and like so many other classes that when you actually like listen to what they're complaining about when it comes to balance like I i'm convinced that everyone thinks that they're gods at this game and that they should have a hundred percent win rate otherwise the game is not balanced <laughs> yeah pretty much it's yeah. it's insane like if i kill someone and like no nah, she said like i have 
I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I, I have a lot of class knowledge just because they're like re-rolling and I PvP a lot. It's like literally I love PvPing. I'm in either in Arsh all the time or I'm in BA all the time. I go to Node Wars like whenever I can. I enjoy Siege. Like I'm constantly PvPing. And I'll run into someone that like I can tell just right away they're not very good. And then they start complaining about balance when I'm fighting them. And I'm like, dude, you're making horrible, horrible mistakes. Like, I promise you the issue that you're facing right this very moment is not to do with balance, but with what the decisions you're making. Yeah. So it's the, just... The uh, amount of... Dude, do you know what's crazy to me? Hmm. What's crazy to me is Zerkers who complain they can't kill people whenever they grab them. Yeah. Well, dude... Because I, it's like... It's like, here's the thing, right? Mm. If if there's any class that's like, if you put in enough time and effort into learning a combo, like, if you master this one combo, you can kill basically anybody. Zerker is, like, the only class that has that. Like, it, do it doesn't really matter, like, your gear or their gear. Like, if I pull off headbutt combo perfectly, I'm pretty confident I could even kill Choice or Zethian if I did it perfectly enough. So it's like the fact that there's Zerkers that are like, oh, well, I can't just kill people by slamming axes. It's like, dude, you're like, you're capping yourself low. Like, try and do more. Like, it, Zerker especially, which is why I'm like talking about it. It's like with the headbutt combo. Yeah, it's like a huge pain to pull off. Yeah, it's impossible to maintain for more than like two seconds is like the longest I've seen people maintain it for. But if you keep practicing and you keep trying to like be really good at it, there's like the limits are so much higher than what people think they are. And that's just like an example of me personally and like the class that I play. Two things. One, you won't be able to kill Zathian because he's going to perfume Wellpot and Will Elixir. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. He'll escape, escape exactly when he needs to in V, so no. And two, <laughs> I I ran I mean, you fought my succession lawn the other day, and it was like super one-sided against your Zerk. Like you were clapping me. It, I had a really hard time like dealing with the grabs, and it felt like I was just on the I felt like uh like um Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Okay, I was just walking backwards the whole time, getting shit on. <laughs> and then I fought the Zerker the other day at Arsha Mansions yesterday. And I killed him three times in a row, and he said, LOL, that class is such a fucking joke. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Fine. I mean, because he probably, like, let me guess, he wasn't rotating super armors. He wasn't uh, trying to, like, pressure you, like, enough to make you drain all of your stamina. He wasn't, like, spamming all of his grabs off cooldown. He wasn't using devastation off cooldown to try and get a slow. Like, these are, like, you just, it's all about, like, learning and bettering yourself. And, like, to an extent, yeah, obviously there's got to be balance complaints, and you're more than welcome to have your opinion about what should happen with your class, and you're more than welcome to voice that opinion. But, like, majority of the time, I feel like it's not, it's not just a balancing. Like, if you say, if you say, I think, like, Sork has, like, is able to iframe too much, like, that's fair. If you say, like, the only reason I lost that fight is because Sork has iframe, it's like, okay, well, is that really the case? All right. 
Also, we're getting some uh, Zerka succession changes that are supposed to be significant on Wednesday. No one cares anymore because everyone already gave up on it, but I'm curious <laughs> how good they are once they're actually translated properly. Dude, it's actually, it's it's funny. So in all these RBFs, I saw several different Zerkers. Mm-hmm. There was two Zerkers that were succession Zerkers. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw them with more than 50 points. Every other Zerker was Awakened Zerker. I don't think, like, in the last 10 minutes of RBF, I don't think I ever saw an Awakened Zerker with less than 100 points. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's it's bad. It's it's really bad. <laughs> Barracuda says, evasion builds will be unkillable, but let's see what they'll do. Or what else they'll do. What What is that even referring well, with, to? Oh, because the, he's probably talking about the accuracy changes. Yeah. Well, we found out that basically not much changed except for like super high end players. Asian builds will be unkillable. How do you live with yourself, Barracuda? Austin Lasseter says <laughs> the the last uh, or the things people hate about the current meta is being killed in two skills, while the enemy takes ten skills to kill. This is the disgruntlement among players. How much gear plays a role in who wins and who loses? The best solution would be make gearing up, give less stats, or force you to sacrifice more AP in order to get DP to a level where you can survive. People get frustrated that you can have the best of both worlds where you are both invincible and kill a whole raid in two to three skills. Who sork? Solving this issue would solve the anger in this community. All right. The, the problem with even just the way this is worded so <laughs> if you have evasion you're invincible and you kill quote a whole raid in two to three skills is he fighting evasion tamers <laughs> that always have their alt up yeah <laughs> always 100 percent. everybody uh, yeah i get it if someone kills you really fast and they're really hard to kill that's hard but i do think some of these changes that are coming to the game as i keep iterating is both the little bits of accuracy they're adding, plus the evasion nerfs to smokescreen, plus the damage nerfs to both Kuno and Ninja, two of the classes that kind of are able to kill you really quickly with not super, super high AP. Their damage nerfs affect that meta a lot. So I'm curious to see how it plays out after we get also, those changes. Also, yeah? like the example he gave of like the Who Sork. I know everyone, like everyone who does like Nodors, I'm pretty sure knows like the who sork right like right i don't think he's in who anymore but like that one sork that was like you're you're trying to kill him and you're like dude this guy's in evasion meme dude i'm not even gonna waste my time trying to catch him all of a sudden he cc's you and then one taps you and it's like what the fuck it's like yeah that's insanity and again like yeah sork needs to be tuned down a little bit more probably you can definitely make that argument but do you know how much gear that guy has? <laughs> like, yeah. we, we asked one time when I was in Clash, we fought them and we asked them after the Node War. And that dude is geared to the fucking teeth, bro. Like, he is one of the exceptions. Like, he's one of the people that it's like, he, he, de- he probably deserves to be like how he is because he has the gear. It's yeah. not some like trick. He's not like 540 gear score and he's doing that. Like this dude, he's earned it is what I'm saying. (laughs) There's definitely something to be said about like some of the assassin classes just being able to kill really quickly even without super, super high AP. And we'll see what they do with Sork. Hopefully something. But yeah, it does seem like, uh, 
I don't know, the Ninja Kuna ones. I mean, they nerfed to Spin Spree, nerfed to Flash Slash, um, and then nerfed to all the ninja abilities. Like, you know, those are pretty good. Cause Sor- if- Sorg definitely, I feel like Sorg is definitely going to be seeing its time coming here real oh, soon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The clock is After ticking. seeing Ninja and Kuno, if the god ninjas are not safe, then you know Sork, they're, they're going to be getting some uh, <laughs> little bit of intimacy with really, PA's nerf bat here soon. Here's my question. Do you really think they're going to hit fucking Kuno and Meiwa and not touch Sork? Like, Wait, no. It's they didn't touch Meiwa. No, no, like with the accuracy changes, I mean. No, oh, well, that's, like, that's across just, the board. That just generalize, just generalize like nerfs is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they're nerfing these classes that aren't like number one you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Sword, Sword definitely has Sword definitely has its time coming. It's a uh, it's just a matter of when PA wants to break the news. Maybe it'll be on April Fools. April Fools. <laughs> and then they'll revert it. Hey, actually, <laughs> as someone who is stacking evasion, the shards of darkness losing 100% accuracy, I I was pretty excited about it until I saw it's only 50%. They're still gonna kill me with it, but it did affect Zork, or it would have if uh, if it was more than just bring it down. A hey, it basically means he's still one hundred percent though. Um, so I'm getting ready for Vel, dude. Vel's about to spawn in three minutes. Holy crap! A boat just spawned on top of me at Vel, and I don't know where I am. All right, last few comments. Oh, a uh, guy replied to that. Those players grinded years to get to the point of invincibility. It's wrong to let pl- other players be equal that haven't spent anywhere near the time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, like, still just keep making like the lower gear stuff easier to get, so new players can like get to a point where they're relatively caught up. And then, yeah, if you're putting in that much money into Kafra Stone, I mean, you, you got to remember like. If you spent, let's say you're a, a soft cap, whatever the new soft cap would be, I guess, what, what 269, 301, I guess, the soft cap now, in my mind anyway. Like, basically, to get to 277, 309 costs maybe 10 to 20 bill. You spend 10 to 20 bill at my gear score, I get 2 DP. That. I actually don't even think I'd get the second DP. I'd get one. I'd get one DP. Uh, all right. So Draco AK says, "You guys keep my grand session alive." You're welcome. Nashi uh, said, "All chat will forever be known as Silent Chad." Lol. Owlcat says, "Scuffed XD." JK, love you guys. No homo. And Aces Vincent says, "Woo, been waiting for this one." Nice. So. Yeah, I feel like he probably had more energy when he typed that than Woo! he did when he read it. Been waiting for this one, dude. I'm just yeah, it's <laughs> there, I suppose. I think that was pretty accurate. Pretty yeah, sure. that was close enough. Pretty sure my character Avel already drowned because I alt tabbed. So I don't know if I ever told you uh, this, Frosty, but I actually found the 100% accuracy that everyone keeps telling me that I have. The 100% accuracy mm-hmm. combo. It's a uh, it's shooting mobility. Dude, I, I noticed. I noticed uh, there was something I noticed about when we got that accuracy patch that I was hoping you would notice when you look through. That Zerker got the most skills changed from a hundred percent to fifty percent compared to any other class in the whole game, and by a lot, more than double. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I thought that was kind of interesting, you know? <laughs> yeah, so apparently our 100% accuracy combo that everyone keeps telling me that I have, but I can't find, is uh, every 10 seconds you use shooting mobility. You actually should ask someone to teach you that, because there is there is a combo that is good for evasion. There is. I promise. Good for evasion? Yes. Good yeah. for evasion? Yes. 100% accuracy combo? No. I mean, does anyone say 100% accuracy combo? I don't know where that. That's what from. everyone keeps telling me. No, no, everyone you're, keeps telling. Your no, no, anti evasion this, combo. I mean, circus have this really OP 100% accuracy combo that just annihilates evasion builds. It's like no. No, but they have high accuracy combos that do annihilate evasion builds. And evasion debuffs. You got this, man. I'm gonna get yeah. Steve on the podcast next. Maybe we should have Steve on the podcast. Like I can already the 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 quote unquote. We should get Steve on the podcast. That would be fucking hilarious. Uh, we tried to before, but he never. Like we could not get a time going. Like every time I tried to set up a time and a date with him, it was like he wouldn't reply till like a week later. Which I get it. He's busy. He doesn't like. He's got other things he's doing. But it was just like. Uh, let me try. Let me try to set something up. Maybe he'll, he can respond a little bit quicker for but me. But the evasion, the accuracy combo that people are referring to, I can almost guarantee you is the headbutt combo because headbutt has twenty five percent accuracy rate on it, and ground lifting has uh twenty yeah twenty percent accuracy rate on it, and also it does enough damage to it. Even if those skills had fucking zero accuracy rate on it. If you're able to do it properly, you deal so much damage, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, no matter... It, again, the, the amount of defense you have is irrelevant with headbutt combo. If you're able to pull it off well enough, you're going to die. This is the point I was making earlier. Unless you will elixir and whale pot like that thing does. Nope. <laughs> um, all right. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe and upvote and share and talk about the podcast. And remember to comment if you want us to read your comments on the show. Please try to keep it a little bit shorter than the long paragraph ones. I don't think I'm going to read the full long paragraph ones. So if you do put a long paragraph, put a TLDR that we can read on the show. And just know that Rezar, myself, and probably Nayashi are all at least reading the comments to ourselves, even if we don't read it out loud on the show. But yeah, yeah put it, I, I read them as they come in. So yeah, put a TLDR that we can my, read on my the may show. My Maywell brain can only read one line at a time. Right. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah, if if you're just commenting to insult, we're A, probably not going to read it, and B, probably going to delete it. If you are critical and it comes off as insulting, that's not as bad as long as there's something valuable in the comment itself. Um, and yeah, so just keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, so thanks for watching. Am I guys. lagging or is Frosty lagging? What's happening here? I think you're lagging. I'm lagging? Okay, lit. Luckily in the recording, it's you local. You both are so actually lagging to me. Oh, Discord's shitting itself. Anyway, so I'll close this out. Thank you guys so much for coming. Make sure you comment, like, all that stuff. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Um, we'll try to get someone on the show next week, and uh, we'll post who it's going to be if we know, and we can get some guest questions and stuff. So, yeah, we'll see you next time.